0: Welcome to another episode of the TMI Pod with Sean Arnold. My name is Sean Arnold. Surprising, I know, but it's true. It's good to see you all. Can't really see you, but that's shit you say when these things, you know. Uh it's been a busy few weeks since you were with me last when I talked to our friend Delacroix. Um, been busy with the business. Um Got the old vaccine, which is nice to get off the table. The Johnson and Johnson, little one and done. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Uh, felt kind of crappy for a few hours after the you know night, night next day, but that's about it. Pretty easy. Um, wife got it. I got it. It was nice and easy. I encourage you all to go get it. Um, even if you're not worried about yourself, you, most of you know my mom passed from this thing in February, so even if you're a totally selfish asshole... And uh, don't care about yourself. Uh, Maybe care about the other moms out there so you don't spread that thing around. Um, And that's my PSA. My guest tonight is a longtime friend, a friend of the program. My Moses, if you will, brought me to the promised land in podcasting. The podfather himself. He's a Twitch streamer, content creator, IT smart guy. And he's about to be a daddy. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeremy Lopez, Lopez Radio in the house.
1: I have to say, thank you very much. And I have to say, look, for, for having to do that a second time, <laughs> I'm you did a great job. Right away. You hit
0: pretty much every stroke. You were, <laughs> you were in there. You were good. So I went through that whole bit up to about right now, just so you know, people, and I forgot to hit record. This is what it all comes down to on the whole thing. I deliver this intro and just nada. Nothing. And then let me get away with it. You guys wouldn't have never known, but you know, just gonna call me out. It's fine. See how it's He's gonna like, be. You're never gonna believe this. I was like, what's that?
1: Like well, I thought he was about to like, drop some cool news on me. He He's like, you're not gonna believe what happened. And I was like, oh what? He's like, like, none of that recorded.
0: <laughs> I was like, all right. You're not gonna the- believe it. I just wasted three minutes of your life. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man, I race I waste three minutes of my life all the time. It's oh, great. D-
0: dude, YouTube alone is good for like are you is the youtube or can you do you fall victim to the rabbit hole still at this point
1: uh yeah i try not to like follow the algorithm too much i know they say that like like don't do the like they're uh, there's a weird deal where it's like the algorithm is the evil of youtube right where they're kind of like they're trying to predict you and all this stuff so so search everything you really want to watch and don't click the suggested stuff and but
0: I mean, how do you not? It's so
1: easy. They do it. It's like da- it's as close to channel serving as we can get these days. They
0: do a damn good job. I'll tell you that. Ooh,
1: they do. They, uh, of course, of course I want to see some fake trailers for movies that don't <laughs> exist.
0: Yes. <laughs> give me more. Let me tell you how bad it is for me and much, how much I'm I'm in the grid at this point, how much I'm in the matrix. Mm. <laughs> I have to shift when I so, you know, when you call it up, you get the six boxes. It usually gives you the six suggestions, three up at the top and three up at the bottom or four up at the top or whatever it is. I have to shift click because I'm like, there are five of these that I want to watch. And if I click it and go back, it'll roll the algorithm again. And I may lose the one I wanted to watch. So for you, non-tech people, just FYI, if you shift click on anything, it will pop it up in a new tab. I may have just changed someone's life. So if you're on a page you don't want to leave, but you want to see a link on that page, hold down shift, click the link, and it'll just pop it up and when you close it, you'll still be where you were before. And then what happens is then it gives you the right side suggestions. Then I go, oh, there's a bunch of those I want to see. And I end up like at then four hours later, it's three in the morning. I've got 13 Chrome individual tabs open because (laughs) I've shift clicked out of all these things. And, you know, I'm watching interviews with Keanu Reeves from 1997, you know, or whatever, wherever I'm at
1: yeah like uh i mean there, there's been all those times and everyone's done it you accidentally you click and as you click you see something on the side you're like what's that and it goes away <laughs> yeah. and you're like oh no now I, I i need to figure out why the top 10 reasons why i don't need to ever start a podcast like i need to know that why don't i need to i'm, I'm only like 300 something episodes in maybe i missed something <laughs>
0: So good. So before we get really rocking, you guys, if you want to find Jeremy, you can find him pretty much everywhere at Lopez Radio um, on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash Lopez Radio. Um, Lopez Radio, I think now it used to be hosted himself, but have you, you're in the process of moving some of those over on to where you can get them at your Spotify's and Apple's and those sorts of things, right? Well, I was
1: everywhere before, so let me tell you what happened. Basically, wait before I was,
0: you before you do that though. The other yeah. thing I want you guys to check out because pretty soon, well, I don't know if they'll keep it going, but um, his wife um was impregnated too long ago. We're still not sure how that happened exactly, Mm-mm. but I want to know. I need to know. <laughs> but he started the PUP, the Parentally Unprepared podcast, as the two yeah. of them were talking about being expectant parents and through the whole process. It's really really good. I think if you've had kids before you'll obviously find a lot of simpatico going on there if you're not have if you haven't had kids and you're planning on it i think there's a lot of stuff in there to you know to sort of they're very open about fears and excitements and all the things that sort of go along with that and then if you don't have kids at all it's a great window into that because it's something you'll never experience but it's that is on all of your streaming platforms you can find it but it's the pup parentally unprepared podcast so check that out so what's going on with lopez radio what did you say what you're trying to do
1: so so yeah you can still reach it at lopezradio.com. i basically just have it forwarding over to the anchor website now just until mm. i figure out what i want to do there but um pretty much i have we i have had the same podcast set up for so long this is going back to like like just just right as my radio days were ending and and as we were starting to do a podcast with my buddy sheets right? he just me and him just set up this thing with godaddy where we we have a website we have basically just a little like blog not, not even a blog post like a wordpress basic site and you could just post episodes to that and what that was doing was uploading it to our godaddy account like it was just uploading it to our godaddy server and uh or our server space or our hosting and uh, i just never changed that i was like i've always kept the same thing i was like i've just morphed it over to lopez radio instead of lopez and sheets and then um i've just been for frigging years now just you know uploading there putting my post up and it's been working great you can find it everywhere you can still find it everywhere you, you you do it but uh i guess at some point and you know about two months ago godaddy was like hey you got like a bojillion gigs of uh <laughs> of mp3s this is not how your hosting's hosting supposed to work and uh we're gonna just delete it if you don't move it and, and save it And
0: i'm like uh i guess i'm gonna move this and save it um and you're not joking yeah. like if i had to guess i mean you're probably talking about 6 or 7 or 800 hours of audio right
1: um a ridiculous amount but uh, i can i can give you a guess cuz
0: you were like 3 400 episodes is that right
1: yeah i'm at 365 right now i moved it over at 362 i believe so um it what it does and it it's kind of a bummer because when you you it's easy to move your stuff over to anchor um but it only pulls the last 10 episodes so so you can if you want to listen to old lopez radio probably stuff that would get me in get me canceled you know get me in trouble these days um there's really no way at this moment i'm working on like kind of an archive thing that i want people to be able to go back and, and listen to old lopez radio um but yeah it's it's a little rough right now I'm tr-
0: I'm trying to get canceled, just so you know.
1: If you're a historian, you're you're working on getting canceled. Yeah.
0: Well, because my thought is is if you got to be some if you're going to get canceled. So if, yeah. I, if I'm at a place where someone can cancel me, i made it. Mm-hmm. I might as well just retire anyway. Like I'm right. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> uh, I want to say if I'm remembering correctly. Um, if you ever want to hear the birth of a friendship, because the first time Jeremy and I ever podcasted together was really like the first time we ever talked for an extended period of time. And we talked about yeah. three and a half hours. I think it's I think our episode, if you go to lopezradio.com, I believe it's episode 196.
1: I think you're right. Yeah, that sounds that sounds right.
0: Um, but it's around there. Um, maybe I'll find that one and just link it specifically in the description. I've listened to that a few times just because we, we even talked about that in that episode. And one of the reasons why I still just thoroughly enjoy doing this podcast is um, we don't capture those kinds of things. And it's so rare, especially now, as good of friends as we've become, um, you don't, you don't, most people don't have their, honestly, like they're, they're the first Think about that. Like the first time we ever hung out yeah. was, is, is, is recorded. I mean, we have it. Yeah think about think
1: about like a really good friend of yours that you've known for years and be like dude if i could have if you could go back like let's let's talk about some weird i don't know if you watched upload on uh, oh yeah on prime like he's got this thing you go to the salon and you sit down in the salon chair and just call you can call up a memory and they will play it out to you verbatim as it happened right if you could do that with with any of your friends like there's not many people that can say they did that and uh it's kind of neat yeah
0: holly listened to it recently because i think she didn't maybe catch it the first pass and she was just like god that's like think about how cool that is i was like yeah man i will because i've i've now i've actually saved off the audio so i've got a copy of it and uh i was just just in case go daddy decides to take it all away Um,
1: oh yeah go daddy Daddy definitely (laughs) lived up to its name uh, (laughs) gave me the daddy treatment yeah
0: um and she's just like, that's kind of amazing. I was like, it kind of yes. is, like I have to say. It's kind it's of
1: a- wild. And we've had other people tell us that. They're like, it's really cool that this is the first time you guys are ever talking to each other. I was yeah. like, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, That's, that's <laughs> pretty, I, I never thought about it like that until our buddy Rick was like, hey, this is really neat. And I was like, you're right. I just, I don't know. Like, you're, you're in the, the moment and you're just like, all right, well, we're just going to, I'm going to do a podcast with this guy. Who knows?
0: Although it's, and it's funny though, because I also believe that... <clears throat> I don't know what the odds are. I'd be hard to venture to guess, but like the thing that's strange too is you could probably roll the dice and do that with 10 people or a hundred people. And maybe one time it turns into this kind of friendship.
1: A long friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Usually it's just kind of, I mean, there's tons of people I've podcasted with for, for the first and only time I've ever talked to them. Yeah. You know, and, and like nothing came of it. You just, it's weird, man. It's just weird how
0: like things work out sometimes. I know, you know? it's crazy. Pucks. It's, wild. Um, it's wild. <laughs> um. So let's talk about the pup. Like that's um, mm. that's really cool. It it it's one of those things too. When you told me you were doing it, I, it caught me off guard in a sense that it hadn't occurred to me to say to you like you guys should do it. But it's the, it naturally it, now in regards to well, of course, Jeremy and. Krista would think about podcasting because she's obviously also been a guest on Lopez radio many, many times. I mean, and a lot of, and a lot of times it's just the two of them riding in a car on a road trip or, you know, all kinds of stuff with them just chatting, but you know, something that's subject specific did, was it organic or had it been something before that? What you said, like, if we ever get pregnant, we should podcast about it. Or one day you just goes, Hey, I know what we should do. <laughs>
1: uh, honestly, it's, it's funny how it came up because even before we even knew we were going to have kids and stuff like that, I had always kind of daydreamed about, Oh, if I did have a kid, I would want, as soon as they were able to talk and and carry a little bit of a conversation, I was like, I'd want to want to document that. Like I'd want to, you know, even if it was something I kept for myself, like just say weekly, what's going on in your life, even though I've been here for every moment of it, like what's, (laughs) what's happening with you, what's going through your brain. So it's always been kind of like in my head geared toward what's the kid gonna be like and what you know what does the kid have to say and then once we got pregnant and I was just kind of like I, I I broached it very carefully because I didn't know she'd be like god damn it if this is about your fucking podcast I'm gonna I'm gonna come unhinged." like I was kind of like well what if we just talked about what we're going through you know and stuff like and and you know I I don't know why I was so kind of anxious to ask her about that but she was very much like yeah, that would be kind of cool. Like it could be, and I had to do the pitch. I had to have the elevator pitch going. I was like, <laughs> I was like we do a podcast. I was like, I try not to get the word podcast in there because she'll be like, <laughs> like, all right, we do this show, right? And we we just talk about how, what's going on in our brains and 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 how we're getting ready for this, and even beyond that, like how we're coping with changing all these diapers and doing all this stuff, and you know, and then and then maybe it's something that, that the kid will want to listen to one day. She's like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. And I was like, okay.
0: Yeah, <laughs> did you have any slides or powerpoint in I, your i didn't in your elevator pitch you just went with no. the, the hard verbal you just went in and- I d- <laughs>
1: dude i old schooled it it was great um but we wanted to like i really wanted to do something that was like this is a kind of a cool thing to document because you you only and and we've talked about this on 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 the parentally unprepared show like you only have after the age of 21 and maybe after you graduate college you only have so many milestones where you're kind of like oh, cool, this is happening, and now I can do this thing. Like, oh, I can drive, or I can go to the bar and hang out with my friends, or I graduated college, now it's time to go and, you know, do something in the real world. And so being that we're in our late 30s, and it's like, this is, there's very few things that are going to come and be like, oh, this is going to change your fucking life. And I was like, this is kind of a cool thing, because just like, almost like what we were talking about with our first conversation, right? We very few people have the the documentation of the first time they've talked to someone who becomes a really good friend and i think there's very few people who have the the record of sitting around and talking about holy shit we're going to be parents and that's kind of the way i was looking at it and i was like this could be cool like i don't i don't care if it blows up or not like honestly i thought it would be just something cool to have out there and someone who's going through the same thing could be like oh look this is about being unprepared and being you know about to be a parent let me see what this is all about and it's it's been a really cool thing dude we've done we've done at this point as of this recording 30 weeks in a row like it's kind of nuts
0: do do you think i mean i haven't listened to all 30 i've listened to quite a few of them Mm -hmm. has it been podcasting to me is always interesting because it's one of those things and this is kind of like starting a business or i think any project like a lot of times it's exactly what you thought it was going to be. And then it was nothing at all. What you thought it was going to be like, what? so what about it is just like you thought. And what about it is not at all. Like you thought,
1: just like I thought it was going to be, um, it was going to be fun because like you said, she's been on Lopez radio plenty and we've got a good dynamic and, and we always have a great conversation. Um, and it's been, it's been really cool to kind of get back into that. Cause I, I've been kind of hiatus out of L- Lopez radio for a little while. We've, we've gotten some, uh, some episodes recently, which has been great I've been I've been feeling a little more motivated to do it. Um, and it, so that, that stayed the same. I was like, I know we're going to have a good chemistry. Um, di- I didn't know how it would, you know, we would come off, you know, I was like, what, are we, how are we going to talk weekly about, you know, I was like, I was like, I set an easy target. I was like 30 minutes a week, 30 mm-hmm. minutes a week easy we could talk about how we're feeling what's going on what's what we're expecting right um if you if you go through the list you can see that the the episodes have progressively just gotten bigger (laughs) and longer and i think the last one was like an hour and 45 minutes and um it's kind of it's that that was unexpected i thought it was going to be like a really quick like all right we're going to jump in jump out um i didn't think that i think I, i was thinking we would have to struggle for things to talk about. And we just haven't, like there just haven't been things. Cause I think in part because we've, it's been kind of cool because of the pandemic, we've we've gotten to spend a lot of time with each other. As far as the pregnancy goes, we haven't had to run off and do office jobs. We've been working from home and we've been there for every part. And I think that having the podcast actually made me probably pay more, even more attention to what's going on because I'm just kind of like, well, I want to be able to, you know, be present for all this stuff. And so that way, you know, we've got this shared memory and I can also talk about it. So it like kind of on purpose. It's almost like giving yourself homework. You know? It's like, all right, I, I can see this going on. And and honestly, there's just so much stuff that I didn't think that I would enjoy about the process that I'm like, this is kind of this is kind of cool. Like going to going to kid classes, like about to be parent classes is pretty fucking cool. Like I was like this is I'm enjoying myself. Like <laughs> I thought I would be like uh when are we getting out of here (laughs) i get it we gotta take we gotta not let the baby die you know but it's it's been that's probably been the most surprising thing of of just being like oh there's actually a lot of shit to talk about when it comes to kids and the challenge of we're trying to not cuss during it
0: so that's that's kind of a fun challenge sounds awful
1: um we made it like a little game like uh, i gotta go, like it's the most editing i've done with a podcast because i have to mark down when the cuss is because i'll actually go back and bleep it and then we'll be like oh <laughs> you're on the board like we're tra- it's almost like golf whoever has the <laughs> least whoever has the least points by the end fucking wins right it's good i'm sure between the two of you there's plenty of bleeps oh Uh, god and i've missed some so easter eggs yeah right (laughs) (laughs) there's a couple of fucks early on i'll tell you
0: um meanwhile uh you say that we're trying to do all that and then um holly and i sent over a little care package and they're swearing on actual onesies (laughs) (laughs) there
1: is Uh, no it's amazing stuff thank you so much for sending that over uh we we laid them out. I took a picture of <laughs> the material. I was like, "This is incredible! This is so good!" It's like, uh, like what, what was? That? It was like uh, it says, like, "Watch um, your language, asshole! I'm a baby." Or yeah,
0: watch like. your language, asshole! I'm a baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so good.
0: So that one can They're, probably get for what? Like, well, I guess it's a while before they can read. You can probably get some mileage out. Of it. Probably it'll, it'll be the she'll be too big for it by the time it's no longer appropriate sure
1: i'll I'll frame frame it and put it in her room so that way she knows
0: like in sports where they people put their uniform their their jerseys up in the frame you just have all these little onesies that are framed up and one of them's like i'm
1: definitely retiring that onesie it's going up in the (laughs) raptors for sure like it has to
0: i did also like the really one that says um uh, uh it's got an old school playstation controller on it and it Mm -hmm. says player three has entered the game
1: (laughs) that was was really awesome it was so good man i uh and what i like about him too is like we've got so much stuff for her like for right when she's born and for a little bit after these are like these are going to be perfect because like these are like six or twelve months like so so it's going to be a little Uh, down
0: the road lopez are smart actually holly are smart because holly was in charge of the procurement of these things Mm -hmm. and um I was just like, those are big. And she's like, yeah, because everyone is, they know is going to give them like baby sized ones and they're going to have a million of them. And those things grow so fast that pretty soon all there's going to be like 75 of them and they won't fit. So I'm going some, sending some down the road ones. I'm like, "Mm, that's why I married you.
1: (laughs) You guys got that 12 to 18 month range where it's just kind of like, all right, well they're not like growing like a weed, like they are the first little bit, you know, but they still get a couple of wears out we got a couple that i'm like these are going to be great she's going to wear it one time because by the time i wash it and bring it back she's going to outgrow it but there's
0: some good stuff or if you Um, have a sasquatch baby and she's just you know like uh
1: (laughs) we that's that's already been a joke in 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 the podcast is uh is how she's going to have like an easter island head (laughs) she's going to listen back and be like
0: you guys are so oh that's gonna be therapy you're gonna to have to pay for there perhaps oh 100 i've already said that i'm like i'm like this is going to be this, this, is,
1: a, this is a
0: fast pass to therapy right here <laughs> um yeah that was the thing with my parents it was funny because i was as you might imagine because i'm a sasquatch human i was a sasquatch baby and my mom yeah. was like you we kept you in clothes for like two weeks <laughs> like your growth arc was like you were wearing your dad's t-shirts to bed. Like, <laughs> <Yeah. you're, laughs> She's he's like, how big is he now? He's, he's six months. He's I know. Six. I think I was 24 inches when I was born. Jesus. How much did you weigh? Uh, 10, 10, eight or 10, six.
1: Oh my. <laughs> 10 stone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, so
0: t- I've never been shorter than two feet in, yeah. in, in earth air. Wow. Like, which is, which is wild. If you think about like. And then I see these little babies and you know, before mom passed, we had made that joke. Like she was been like, she goes, no, you were like, she goes, I thought I was gonna have back problems. Cause like six months in, like carrying you around was like, (laughs) you weighed like 20, 30 pounds or whatever it was like.
1: (laughs) That's, that's, that is nuts, man. Like in, I was only in, I was an eight pound, I mean, I was an eight pound, 10 ounce baby. I was pretty big. I was above average. Right. Um, and uh she is as of the last visit to the doctor, she's trending in like the eighty seventh percentile. Mm. So she's gonna be a big baby. WMBA. She's gonna be a big one. But uh or MMA. Was that?
0: It said MMA. Yeah, what about it? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. She can be maybe she's gonna be the next big MMA star.
1: You know, you, you you say that, and honestly, I one of the things I really hope she she likes, and I'm going to try to see if she wants to do when she's young, is, is like uh, jujitsu and stuff like that, grappling, so she can protect herself. This world is fucking weird, man.
0: Bro, so that's been a, like, in, talking about cancel culture, like, that's an interesting philosophical question I've had people bring up, and mostly it's people, friends of mine that don't, like, just generally don't like sport, you know what I mean? They're not a sports person, mm-hmm. and just a gas, the, a gas, the idea of women fighting one another because of obviously the cultural stigma around hitting a woman, right? Even though it's another woman hitting a woman. And I'm like, all right, look, (laughs) I get it. Right. Like I I'm, I'm team men should not hit women. Right. I'm, I'm on that team. I think we can all get behind the idea that no one should beat the hell out of a woman. Sure. But if two grown women right? And it's a sport. It's not like it's behind a bar. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's two Mm -hmm. people just like redneck trailer fighting or whatever that, you know, it's a thing like you can't treat those like, why is everything so black and white now? Like, it's just like every, like there's degrees these people are choosing to do. And if I had a daughter to your point, like with the way it is right now, like if my daughter had the capability to kick the shit out of somebody, if something got sideways, I would feel a lot better. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would love for her to be able to drop someone on their head if they're being addicted. like that. Is that is that that to me would be, mwah, right, right, the chef's kiss. Like, um, I don't know, man. It's it's never, you know. Obviously, I've I've done a a little bit of MMA coverage, quote unquote. I did a podcast for a little while, and 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 I know a lot of people that are that are MMA journalists, and I don't know. I've just never had a problem with that. Like you said, it's two people willingly entering a contractually agreed to competition like what like they're they're at a weight class they're both there's nothing that's like crazy about that to me um but there are people that are just kind of like uh and then there's the other side where people are like uh girls are fighting this is boring this is the piss break we're going to get a beer like it's like that but like honestly man like there's some really exciting female fights like i don't i don't know man i i don't think it's i don't think it's that bad like we're okay with watching um in some cases, female boxing, we're okay with watching, uh, uh, female, uh, judo tournaments and and stuff like that. in the Olympics, I just, there's just something, there's something so visceral about MMA. I think that it bugs people sometimes.
0: Yeah. And I mean, people, and I get it if you just don't like fighting, like not, not again, parking lot fighting, but boxing or, you know, but people that say that, like, I'm going to go women, like you've obviously never watched like Amanda Nunez fight or what's the um, bullet? What's her name? Valentina Shvenko, yeah, Shevchenko. Shevchenko, yeah. yeah. Or like Chris Cyborg or when Rousey was doing her thing. Like I, to be honest, like I would rather see some of those fights. Like because yeah. they're you know those girls know what they're doing. <laughs>
1: there's just something about seeing people at the the top level of what they do, be it. Be it fighting be it like uh, you're you're a music guy going to see like a, a band that's been together forever and and just are solid live just to see people performing at the top of their game in anything is incredible so you know when you're going to get an amanda nunes fight or you know or you're going to get a, a, a cyborg fight like you're going to see some really really cool shit. like you just are you're seeing people at the top of the game there's no one better than them In that class, you know, of women's fighting, there's no one better.
0: Yeah. And I don't want to, and I don't want to get, I mean, but then this is all I've and I've, and I've, I've sort of grown to MMA because I was such a big boxing fan and it's so different. Like that's the other thing people do boxing and mixed martial arts are the only way they're the same Is in a sense is that they're person versus person. They're very different. They're vastly different, but I just think, is there a more pure, form of physical because there's a the thing boxers and MMA fighters. This is not just people in there throwing like there's an unbelievable amount of strategy and, and agility. And cause here's the thing you're in a contained area, whether it's the octagon or in a boxing ring, the mm. old squared circle. Right. Yeah. Um, where literally someone rings a bell and the person standing is trying to knock you out. Right. Yeah. Like, that's the thing like they're trying to hurt you yeah and you have to stop you're and you're trying to hurt them but you have to simultaneously stop them from hurting you and there's so many little things like you know if i've ever watched like you know i still will occasionally go back and watch like highlight reels of like tyson fights or ali fights yeah and and i couldn't have named two different kinds of boxers right that's the other thing is between like ali and tyson but You know, just like it's little things, man, like their feet and their hips and their hands and where their head is and how they, you know, the things that you're doing to try to counter what your opponent's doing or to also try to be offense, like where you're being offensive or defensive. And, you know, in MMA, like it's like that ratcheted up, like turning up the volume about six levels, because now it's not just about worried about because basically in boxing, you're just worried about their hands. Right. Right. Like now in MMA, you've got to worry about everything. You've got to worry about their feet, their knees, their elbows, their hands. You got to worry about if they can get you on the ground. You got to worry about Mm -hmm. if they want to fight you standing up. If they get you on the ground, then you got to worry about them ripping your arm out of your socket. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's all kinds of stuff going on.
1: MMA has to be such a mind fuck because, like, it's like you said, you're not just worried about the hands like you are in boxing. You're worried about everything. And essentially, if you think about it this way, right? Um, i forget who i heard say this but essentially what you're what you're conceding when you tap out when you get knocked out when you're tko'd um in some cases depending on how bad it is when you when you lose the decision you're essentially telling the world in some way yeah had this been a fight to the death that guy would have killed me yeah exactly like that guy would have killed me like <laughs> i tapped out because he was choked the air was gone i couldn't breathe right um, and in in ways like that's kind of um, that's kind of a a cool humbleness I think that comes with things like jujitsu and 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 any kind of martial arts or any kind of combat sports um, that I think is is I wish that I had the opportunity to do that when I was a kid. So I'm I'm going to present that opportunity to my child, um, and obviously she'll either like it or she won't. Um, but it's it's kind of this thing of being like, hey, you can you can also learn to take care of yourself because it's a scary world out there, especially for women. You know, it is it is a scary world. And I've always been very much I, I'll, I'll never call myself like a feminist, but I've always been very much aware of the fact that um, the world for a woman is very is very different than a world for a dude. Right um and you know me and me and krista talk about this all the time and i'm just kind of like and now of course you're pregnant you find out you're having a daughter like you're like you're you're seeing it even more like Ooh, how do i protect her like she's not even here and i'm thinking about ways to protect her we're watching our favorite one of our favorite things to do is watch sit around and watch true crime documentaries i'm like mm-hmm. how do we keep her from meeting that motherfucker? i don't <laughs> want her to talk to a guy that talks like that because a he's not saying anything outright that's like crazy but he's 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 snaking his way into your conscience. <laughs> i don't want anyone snaking their way into my daughter's conscience you know um so it's it's really interesting so i i don't know man it's when you're talking about introducing people to that when you're talking about you know combat sports in general it is like this thing of it's why people like to go to the coliseum back in back in the old days in rome right like you want to see people like fighting for their lives and that's the closest we can get you know in these days without watching someone killed like i'm not interested in seeing that but i am interested to in seeing him be like oop you got taken to the brink and now you're just like okay yeah this guy could have killed me it's great
0: yeah and there's a and i think that that's just to me that's also a larger <clears throat> a larger thing about sport um and why kids that do things is a, I think that some level of competitiveness will pay dividends for your whole life. I mean, you know, I don't, I've never been one to subscribe to this, like participation trophy sort of Mm -hmm. mindset. You know what I mean? Like, I think we should applaud people that try, right. It's not to say that you, that if you, that if you don't win, you're not successful, Yeah. but there is the, uh, some degree of meritocracy in a sense that, you know, there's, there's more things around victory or whatever. So that to me is important. Cause I think that, I mean, I'm, I was, I, I obviously played lots of sports and played baseball for a long time. And that level of competitiveness still drives me right to this day, mm-hmm. like in business, like I'm trying to be the best right at what I do. Um, but also too, it's like, the, it, I think it just, it builds a lot of discipline. You know what I mean? Like you you have to, this idea of work ethic and, you, you know, because it, and, M, and that's when it manifests itself in something like MMA is because to your point, like if you don't, if you're not committed to your training and to the things that you will be the one that the other person nearly kills, right? Like there are real consequences to not working as hard as you can. You know, it's not like if you half-ass a, you know, like a, a, a basketball game in somebody's front yard and he, they beat you by 10 points. Like, so what, there's not yeah. like any real consequences, but you know, in that world, like, mm, you know, if you take a few days off, you know, in the three mo- every week for the three months leading up to your big fight, well, <laughs> you know, yeah, you might end yeah. up on can your you, back, you know, can you imagine, right. Like taking,
1: taking your full-time job and making that training for a fight. Right training for a fight for eight weeks let's say you know training camps like six to eight weeks to get ready for one fight and you you do that you go through all that trouble you 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 do all the diet stuff you show up every fucking morning for conditioning uh you show up and, and you do your sparring you cut the weight you make the weight and you show up and you get knocked out in like 30 seconds like that's like that the the, talking about the stakes being high like you can talk about this with with combat sports but I've always looked at sports um especially since I've gotten older maybe not so much when I was younger because you 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 learn these things over time right but sports in general like it's not really a like sports aren't a lesson in winning ever like in my opinion like they're not a lesson in winning it feels good to win yeah of course you want to win of course I would love to win the championship feel great you know pop bottles and you know just just go crazy with my teammates. But more so, and and the larger population of people playing the sports, it's a lesson in humility, right? Like, how do I gracefully lose? How do I learn from this and like, okay, well, now I need to go back and be ready for the fact that this guy's gonna run out and do a flying knee and knock me out in thirty seconds. Like that's you know, <laughs> that's like, oh, these are all lessons, right? Like, uh, you know, um a friend of mine just went through a job interview this week, and you know, he was kind of running some things back and forth with me like, you know what some things i can be thinking about and stuff like that and you know maybe we were going over some questions that he could have been asked and stuff like that and one of the more interesting questions that i like to bring up to my friends or you know any family that's asking me about interviews i was like well you know just think about a, a way to turn it around and 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 make something that seems like a really easy question like into like a lesson like the 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 coolest question I was ever asked, and I feel like the, the coolest question I was able to answer in one of my interviews uh, back in the day was like, "What is what does failure mean to you? And I think that's a really cool question because you can learn a lot about a person and what they think failure means. And uh, to, like my answer was just pretty much simply, it just means growth right that means like okay we failed at this i'm not talking about catastrophic failure the, the building burned down right like that kind of sucks you're gonna have to fire me but like failure in that oh we didn't hit this goal right we didn't win this game we didn't win this match or whatever um that to me uh, you know just means growth like all right cool well, what do i what do i learn from this and um it was kind of uh i kind of applied that to sports as well where it's kind of like no most of the people that are playing the sport like there's only one champion you know there's only one champion at the end of the season in baseball you know, all the other ones, those are, everyone else did not become champion. So everyone else had something new to learn, you know, it's uh it's kind of a cool concept. And I think that if you apply that to life, you can, you can actually, uh, you can brace yourself for not getting the job you interviewed for, or, you know, not, you know, getting the part you auditioned for it's, it can be applied all the way across the board.
0: Yeah. And also, I mean, the, the idea that as well, like what, how do we, what's, what do we define as winning? You know, that's the Mm -hmm. other part of it that, you know, people, I think miss the mark on sometimes. Right. Because in a lot of things, it's really just, it's not so much about, well, there's, there's, it depends on if you're doing something that's hyper-competitive or if you're doing something that's fun, but you still want to do well. Right. The marker there is more like, did I maximize my potential, right? Did I do as well as I can do, right? Did I put in all the work I could put in? Did I, because if you do that, that's another thing is where I find that it goes the other direction with sport where you get these really crazy. And I saw this when I was coaching travel baseball, right? Like if you don't win the championship, but you got the maximum you could get out of the kids and they gave everything they had and they did everything the way they're supposed to do. Like to me, that's winning in a different way, right? Like that's all you can ask for, right? So this is why golf to me has always been such an interesting sport because you often, you always generally play with other people, right? But really I'm playing against the golf course and myself, right? Like I'm trying to go, did I play as well? Because I could go play with tiger woods pre-accident and never win. Right. But that's, what's beautiful about that game is like, I don't got to go out and shoot. I'm never going to go shoot 60, right? Which tiger woods could do. But if I shoot 78 or 77, like, like, I've just played as well as I've ever, ever played. And it doesn't matter that Tiger Woods shot 60. I ain't Tiger woods. I just did yeah. like, I just all timed it for Sean Arnold. And that's like what matters. Right. And we, yeah. this same thing to me applies like in games, right. In video games. Like, so, so a lot of you that are listening that know us in the community will know this Lopez now mainly plays this game. when he streams called hunt showdown, and I've just started playing it on PC in the last six weeks or so. And I'm never going to be Nino or right. psycho ghost or Delacroix. Like I'm never going to play like that. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I'm not trying to play like that. And for those of you that don't know anything about games, these are streamers that I think people would point at and go, these are some of the best players, you know, around whether it's strategically or, sh- you know, they're shooting or whatever, mm-hmm. but I don't, I ain't trying to be Nino. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to have fun. Like my goal is not to go out in there and be a God, right? Like my goal is to hang out with my friends, to have some good games, win a few, but ultimately it's really just to have a good time. Um, well, even, even though I get frustrated when I'm crappy and I want to yeah. be better, right? But winning to me is like, hey man, did we play for four or five, six hours and hang out and laugh and have some good time and win some games and not totally crap the bed? Then I go to bed feeling great, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: what's cool about some of those names you mentioned is they have the same mindset. Right. But like, they're just good at the game. Yeah, exactly. I don't think you'd ever catch Nino or anybody like that saying, Oh yeah, I'm a God at the game. Like, and and that's kind of what I think that's part of their allure too. They're they're good at the game, but they're also, um, they're also mastered at humbleness as well. Like when you're going to have those days where shit doesn't go right. I've seen it happen to all those guys and just being able to be like, eh, you know it's 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 fine I'm, I'm 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 here and it's just a bad day and that's just the way it goes and that's the way it is with really honestly any sport and you know it's it's very different when you're talking about fighting i think there's more pressure when you're talking about fighting and and stuff like that because then it becomes down to yeah you got the coaching staff but really who's the guy in there throwing the punches It's one dude right um and and being a coach like you were talking about with um you know with baseball It's gotta be so it's it still has to be so weird because like you said, yeah, we we made these great connections with these kids and we did all this stuff for them, but then you've got like that individual mind fuck level of like every kid accepts what the outcome was very differently, right? Mm -hmm. There's the overall team, it's kinda like, uh, we didn't win. But then there's one kid that's like fucking devastated by it. And there's one kid who's like, ah, this next year. (laughs) We're gonna fucking do it next year, right? and that's that's always been wild to me about team sports is because it's not just on one dude right it's on like several and yeah, yeah. it could be more so on one person because maybe they maybe they made an error that like cost the game or maybe you know the pitcher you know gave up the grand slam at the end of the game to, to lose it right it's there's so many weird variables there and when you when you talk about bringing a team into it it's it's kind of wild but man i've always been i've always been like I guess i don't want to say attracted attracted is a bad word but like drawn to um drawn to people that that have that attitude of like look we're going in here to have a good time we're going in here to to do this and it might suck like i know i'm not good at games and that's definitely not why i stream like if i were to stream because i'm good at games i would not be streaming because i'm not good at games so it's it's kind of like let's go in let's let's maybe pick out a, a couple of people that are that are fun to play with and we'll have some good conversation and make some good jokes with and then, and then move on from there. If we have some great games, cool. If not, you know, there's always going to be days where it gets to you, but there's, you know, I think that it takes a lot to be like, ah, eh, we'll maybe have a better day the next day.
0: But that's also not just for, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, that's also just a great parallel for life, right? Because you're going to get sure. into situations in business and your personal life where the exact same thing applies, right? Like, oh man, I just didn't have a good day today. like, do you know I mean times I've gone in to you know and in my world like most of the, for you know most of the time in my world my my game moment and what I do all the prep for is there's a client we have hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of stuff we want to sell to them mm-hmm. and we go into that meeting to ask them to to spend that money right to sign that contract right to to be our client to do these things and man, there are days where like, you know, you go in and you didn't prep enough or you weren't ready for the right question or you did, you fumble the answer or you didn't feel like you made the best impression and it might cost you the deal. Right. Those are the, that's the tap out consequence, right? Like that's the choke out is Like, Oh shit. Like we might've gotten that business, but I've really just tanked that. Right. That was, I wasn't prayer prepared. I didn't feel good that day. Um, But that's just like sport. That's going to happen in life. Now, there are always exceptions. I mean, surely at some point. But when you go out in the world to work, you're going to be a part of a team. You may have a job that is very insular, right? You may just sit in a corner and do your thing. But rest assured, Mm -hmm. you're part of a larger mechanism. Like, unless you're just a you know, like you're a painter or something and all you're doing, it's just you in your basement and you're painting stuff and selling. I'm sure. But that's, there's a, a tiny fraction of the population. And here's the thing. If you get to be a big enough painter, guess what? There's going to be managers and accountants and art people and all these other people that are going to be making that engine go right. Then they're all working together and you got to be ready for those things because that's how life's going to hit you. Right? Like it's going to hit you with like, ugh, like, I could, you know, I just, I really kind of muffed the punt today. You know what I mean? And, and I got to deal with it. But the thing you mentioned too, that's interesting about sport. And I learned this coaching more, but like you said, the person that gave up the grand slam at the end of the game to give up the game or that made the error, Well, and this is changing thankfully, but it's also important to remember, like in that scenario, like, like let's say it's a two, two baseball game. And there's a guy on second base with two outs and a guy hits a ground ball to the second baseman and it goes between his legs and that guy scores. And, you lose the game three to two Mm -hmm. and everybody wants to like, you know, and you got to be careful, like soccer in Europe, for example, like if that, like if someone owned goals or something and cost somebody a title, like people will find out where that guy lives and like burn his house down. Right. Or whatever. Like it gets crazy. But the thing you got to remember is, is like, okay, but what about in the sixth inning when the bases were loaded and two guys struck out in a row on stupid pitches? Like they swung at bad pitches Right, like that's what's great about team sports is like I know why you want to point at the poor second baseman that made a physical error in a bad time. But if the two idiots in the sixth inning, if somebody had just done their job and hit the ball in the outfield or hit a long fly ball, right, you're up two runs right there instead of being de- instead of being tied and that run scores and it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you can point fingers at the last guy to screw up, but that's with team th- things it's about, well, look, we need to all think about where we could have been better because very rarely is it one individual's responsibility for a failure or a loss, right? Because there are so many points of input over the course of a project at work or a baseball game or a video game you're playing or whatever, where someone did something and your outcome's not what you wanted you know yeah
1: yeah that's a great point like honestly it's like the short-sightedness of being like oh this thing happened and it's over it's like well what about the rest of the year when this guy was just not doing shit and he just happened to do enough to not be seeing this game like it's just like that short-sightedness would be like oh we really fucked this up it's like yeah but we've been kind of fucking it up all year like yeah. know, it's like as a as a, as a unit we've been <laughs> it up all year. so no, I get that. That, and that's, that makes a lot of sense.
0: And that's mostly about two Is most of the time, it's people like don't really want to take blame, so it's a lot easier to point it. It's it's easier to point at somebody else than to point at yourself. That's a great thing that one of my coaches. And another thing, like my best greatest coach I ever had was my high school basketball coach and, Um, our practice jerseys that we wore when we were practicing on the back, it had it had it said uh, it said, "Right now, your opponent is working." And if he's working harder than you, when you meet him, he will beat you.
1: Yeah, that's cool.
0: And that's like the whole, and I always think about that, you know, when it's that like, you know, and don't get me wrong, I'm guilty of like kicking off on a Friday at two 30 or whatever, because I want to, you know, play some games with some friends or whatever. But there are a lot of times when I'm like, you know what? I really want to do something fun right now, but I got a big meeting on Monday morning yeah. or it's Sunday afternoon. And I just want to, you know, watch football or watch golf or you know what i mean like do watch a movie i'm like nah i gotta go upstairs and put in a couple hours because right you know the tomorrow's really important you know what i mean and well
1: well, it's funny as it works both ways too though right like it's you know it's tie game bottom (laughs) of the ninth guy hits a guy, guy hits a single home run you know and and wins the games like yeah, but I hit fucking three earlier. Like <laughs> yeah. I hit three earlier. And everyone's like, he
0: saved the game. Yeah. The like, I hit three earlier.
1: Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's,
0: like I was over funny. four with three strikeouts, and I've got really? I'm I'm four for five today with like yeah. two what what about me? Um but yeah, no one people don't like to say which that actually brings me to another topic that I'm really interested in. Um, your opinion on. Um yourself excluded have you ever met a streamer that believed that someone just beat them
1: <laughs> what do you what do you mean i, I don't know what you mean what you, so
0: there's a great so another game and i apologize if we get in the weeds here for non-gamers but sure. there's another game that i played for years called PUBG, right Mm-hmm. and one of the really neat things, and I don't know if I've told you about this, there's this website called pubg.report. Are you familiar mm-hmm. with this site? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. basically what this thing does is, is if you are playing against a streamer, and I have, no, and I'm a tech person, and I still am not quite sure how they do this, because I think the files are out there somewhere, but basically what this third-party platform will do is if we, everyone has a unique like game ID, so like if you're playing on Xbox, it's called your gamer tag. Most of the time if you're playing on PC, it's like your Steam ID. Um, it will so streamers are broadcasting their games. PUBG.report, if you put in your gamer ID, it will show you any clips of where you killed or were killed by streamers huh. in these games. So like yeah, if yeah. I go back and and it's how long do the VODs last? So VODs, video on demand. So most time when people have a stream channel, it'll hold their videos for what, a couple weeks?
1: Uh yeah, I think it's something like that. Like maybe four or five weeks, something like
0: that. So like when Jeremy broadcasts on you know his regular Tuesday through thursday schedule and sundays um the ho- so if he streams for six hours or seven hours the whole of that broadcast will be available on his channel to just play on demand if you want to watch it for a couple weeks i can go click on my name and then i'll see all the people and click on it it'll and and if it's a six hour stream you know my interaction in that point might only be 30 seconds you know what i mean like that gunfight or whatever it'll take me right to that spot and just show me the gunfight with that person i have no idea how they do it but it's That's so cool. it's really neat right like And, but it's funny to me because, oh dude, the salt, like anytime you, anytime I've never, every time I watch them after they die, it's always that guy's trash. How did I lose to that guy? I can't believe I, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, no one ever just,
1: yeah, his ping sucks.
0: Yeah. It's just like, it's never just like, oh wow. That guy made a good play or that person really. and, And I guess it's just a human thing. I guess people don't like to suggest that someone's better than them. Um, even if it's just in that one moment, cause here's the thing, yeah. I could randomly get into a lobby with Nino and have something crazy happen and just hero one shot and hit him in the head and kill him. Right. Yeah. Could happen. It doesn't yeah. mean I'm better than Nino. Cause I'm certainly not, but I could right. get him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I,
1: I could get him. And, and, and someone that's chill, like Nino is like, it's like oh man good shot like like holy shit like
0: and i know there are a few but it's just a Im- because i was talking to a buddy of mine i play with because i've seen these and i've noticed it like too now that now that because of you i follow a lot of other streamers you know like streamers and for the most part like the streamers that i would consider in our universe you know like people that were f- like friends the friend circle most everybody is like that. Like they're okay to go, Oh wow, that guy's really good. Or that was a good play or someone did whatever. But I've just randomly looked up different hunt streamers or even if it's other things, like I still watch a lot of guys play PUBG on stream and other stuff, but man, people just, they just refuse to give anyone any credit. It's one of the most crazy things I've ever, it's so wild to me.
1: It's, I think, I think it's a, I don't know if it's a self preservation thing or like a defense mechanism. Maybe I think defense mechanism is probably a better A better word for it, just to kind of keep themselves like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, (laughs) good, I'm good, I'm good. You know, I think it might be something like that. But I mean, something that'll that'll make me leave a stream quickly, or just you know, even just I mean, even a podcast or anything like that is like, if you're gonna be blaming everything else, like I can't, I can't like I can see like every now and then there's some crazy shit that happens in games, right? Something glitches your your computer, like jitters or you know maybe your ping spikes or something like that and you kind of you kind of get stuck but if you if you had, if you have to complain every time something's happening like it's gonna it's gonna pull me out of it pretty quick because i'm just kind of like all right well why don't you just say ah the guy got me like i don't know i've just never had a problem with that um but you know unless it's something egregious where i'm like i absolutely shot that person <laughs> yeah. but i mean it's even then even at that like i can't say like There's all kinds of, like, games are very sophisticated in the fact that, like, there's, like, things like ping compensation in games where it's, like, it sees that your ping is this and their ping is this, so it can deduct that most likely you did fire, if you guys both fired at the same time, you know, someone's bullet has to get there first, right? So it will do the ping compensation, do all these, like, calculations to be, like, no, actually this person fired first, but their ping was just terrible, and so they, you know, they just happened to get the credit for that so i mean there, there's all kinds of things like that but man you're right there are a lot of people who just have that defense mechanism up of like i that was that was the other person i there's no way i missed that there's no way that they killed me in a game where people get killed i can't i cannot be <laughs> yeah exactly. That, that is that is what is where i'm at but you know i've met a lot of a lot of really cool streamers that are just kind of like and that's probably why I gravitate and follow a lot more that like it's you can usually figure that out pretty quick when you start watching somebody you're like this person's gonna blame everyone else but themselves <laughs> um so and, and you know it's it's just all in how you set up your own filter right you kind of choose your own adventure you choose what's your uh what your uh time in Twitch is going to be like or what your time in watching YouTube is going to be like because you can find some really I'm going to point the blame at other people, people on YouTube, like anywhere, like in sports. Like I'm sure you play in baseball. There has to be people that are just like, Nope, that guy's doing something fishy. I can't like, there's no way that he got me.
0: Yeah. I mean, though, what's in, what's interesting though, and this is true is like the higher I progressed, the less that starts to happen. Yeah. Which is an interesting thing, right? The farther along I got, because then it becomes because the reason those people make it to those higher levels is because their level of self-criticism is way higher than their level of because unless you're somewhat unless you don't unless you're not constantly doing that oh my god i wasn't good today i can be better you don't get there
1: right you know what i'm saying and so you can't grow because you're 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 saying you're basically saying i've grown i've grown to the point that i'm good and it's the other person's fault you can't grow it happens to fighters too someone who's been champion for a long time no he's like well i don't need to train as hard because i'm the champion and uh i've beaten everybody Uh, up to now
0: yeah that's when buster douglas happens yeah tyson took that fight for granted and he got his ass kicked right and the whole world went what yeah (laughs) what just happened <laughs> yeah, you can't
1: you cannot slack off, man. There's always gonna be someone working harder than you. There always will be.
0: It just is funny. Like there's another like video that's hilarious from a few years ago, and it's and again, the internet just wins every time. Um sure. it's Chaco. So Chaco Taco is this PUBG streamer, and he is a he's a machine, right? Like he's he's all he's like a part robot, part alien. I have no idea. Um, but I think when he was playing competitively um, I want to say so KD is kill death ratio, which is like how many times you kill people versus how many times you get killed. And I think he had the highest KD in the world when he was playing competitively in PUBG. So you're talking about one of the ten best players on the planet. And then even when he started to stream, he's still obviously unworldly good, but he's just like, look, I'm trying to. He does crazy things. He tries to hit people with pants. You know, he does all these unconventional plays. It's not like he's going hard every, you know, every match. But there are all these things where small streamers he will just destroy them in a fight and they'll like Insta report him for cheating. And it's just, and again, it's just this like, because there's no way anyone could just own me in a fight. Like they Mm -hmm. must be cheating. They must be using. And just for again, for you non-tech folks that there are, there are on PC, unfortunately, a lot of pieces of software that are illegal that you could put on your system that can assist you, right? Whether it's in aiming or shooting or making it so you blip around. So it's harder for you to hit like lag switching is what they call it. Um, You know, but, but again, it's just, again, that natural instinct of not just like, oh, wow, maybe that's Chaco. Maybe that's one of the 10 best players on the planet. And I just got got. You know what I mean? So instead I'm going to go, cause there is a what there is. A, and I think it has its benefits. And most of these games, there's a reporting system where you can go in and actually file a report with the developers to say, we think someone's doing something dodgy yeah. or which is actually very helpful because the other part of this, which we haven't ever discussed is toxicity, which is where people, it's not about their gameplay. It's about how they talk and act in the game where you Ooh. can report them. Um, yeah,
1: there are, there are people who make a living off of toxicity and it doesn't even have to just be video games. There's, there's YouTubers that are that are like that where it's just kind of like they basically they they get all their views and and all their attention from the fact that they're going to pick something out from the world of news, other YouTubers, you know, whatever and they're just going to completely shit on it. And they have gigantic followings and they make a
0: lot of money. It's so sad, man. It's uh, the 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 phrase that I always use and and I and I remind I have to remind myself about this a lot is is it's so it's it's inc- it's so much easier to pull someone down than to drag yourself up, right? Than to build mm. yourself up. And I think that unfortunately there is a large group of society, and that's not games. That's in anything, right? Like that's why we see this. Like when you see people get uber successful, there's always some massive contingent of people that want. Once they get mm. successful, they want to do everything. They they just want to see them fall. They want to see them. They want to see yeah. them fail. Right. And it's just, and it's because of that. I think that it's like, because that person is never going to do the work and do the things they need to do to build themselves up and to try to get on par with someone or to be happy. So instead of, since I'm not willing to do that, I'm just going to grab this person by their ankles and try to drag them down into the shit with me.
1: Yeah. That's it's, it's so, it's so wild. I mean, you, you see that in, in, in jobs and any, any kind of kind of setting, I guess. And, and, I don't know. uh I don't know what the what the driver is, what the motivator is to to be like that. I, I, I'm the first. Like, I guess when I'm like, let's say we're sitting down to play a round of hunt, and it's happened in the past couple of streams for me. where like the first few games, they don't count. Like in my head, I'm just like, <laughs> oh, that doesn't count. It's not games? a real game. But like, I'm just like, I fucking suck. What is happening today? Mm-hmm. Like, it's immediately coming to me, and I think, I think there's a difference between people who are streaming to entertain and people who are streaming because they believe that they're really good at a game right um and and people with humble like with with humility right um you can be like oh i suck today like we've we've talked about being creative and i've talked about it on on my podcast for years now um you know uh, most creative people are very self-critical right you're gonna be like man that didn't go well or I think that I've had so many podcasts where people are like, man, that was a great episode. I'm like, God, that fucking sucked to me. Like I think that was terrible <laughs> and they loved it. Like, I don't get why, but um, I think being self-critical and, and, and holding yourself accountable is so important, man. And it just all wraps back around to what we were talking about with the fighting in sports. Like you just knowing how to be humble instead of being like, well, that other, that other team must've had some kind of, hack or fix or something something like that
0: yeah there's also too like this whole like this is something i work on all the time i still work on it i think i've gotten a lot better at it but there's also just this idea of being secure enough in yourself to be able to say because the thing about hunt and what i've struggled with and it's actually really started to get better in the last few weeks um because like i said i'm new to pc i just got a pc recently Um, It's a totally different animal than playing with a controller, right? Using a mouse and a keyboard. Um, And when I first started playing hunt, you know, you're talking about most of the people that I got thrown into the pool with are people that I really know through you and your community. And now the people that are in this sort of larger community that I'm these communities I'm a part of. Mm -hmm. And it becomes like, again, in a team scenario, because in in these games, you generally are playing with a group of you're usually playing with you can play by yourself. But if you're playing in a group, it's with one or two other people. Um, Most of the time for me, I was less worried about me not being good because of me, but more because I'm like, oh, my gosh, like I'm totally like uh, these guys are carrying me around. Right. Like they're pretty decent and I'm not decent at all. And they're having to make up for my. You know, newness or lack of ability, and that frustrates me way more than you know. And the reality is, is most of the people we know are so cool; like they don't care. You know what I mean? You don't want to let them down. Like, yeah, you just say, "I don't want to let you down, man. I can't. (laughs) I gotta hold together for the team." Or that scenario where your partners get downed. You know what I mean? Like, then and in those games where there's a fight, and you you know, because in the game in this particular game, your 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 opponent can get killed or whatever. They get knocked down, and you can you can revive them and bring them back into the game. So long as you have time to go revive them, or if you beat the other team you're playing against, and then you can go get them up. And there are those scenarios where you find yourself where you're, it's a 1v3, you know, you versus like a full team of three and you're trying to hero that's it. You know what I mean? And the reality is, is that nine times out of 10, just raw, Even if you're playing, it's people that aren't good. That's incredibly difficult in a game like hunt to like clutch a 1v3, right? It's really hard
1: well especially when you're grasping the game right you're you're working on grasping the concept not even just the game you're grasping the concept of playing a game with a mouse and keyboard at the same time like so so you've got two things going on at once you know I, I, you know honestly it's it's funny because now that you know one of our mutual friends Curdy, has gotten some you know she's she's grown a lot in the in the hunt community and just she's been playing with people that um <clears throat> are pretty well known like she plays with Nino a lot she plays with Bambus like she plays with some really cool people so like every now and then you know i'll just be like hey jump in a couple of games with me and bambus i'm like oh no <laughs>
0: i cannot do that no <laughs> like, no
1: uh-uh um it's like yeah yeah come on in and our, our games with death or someone like that people who have like big followings in the and they're like okay and then we like <laughs> jump in and without fail at least on the first at least on the first match we go in and like all right cool i'm with i'm with kurti and von Boos. i'm gonna be taken care of we're gonna be fine and then boom boom we're both down and i'm i'm the only one i'm like ah, what <laughs> like i'm like what do i do like it's like your nerves are now shot to this yes. other level because now you're you're you're, you're let's, let's say um how, how what's the best way to put this like in it's in sports terms maybe uh you've been paired with uh you're, you're playing trios and you've been paired with uh michael jordan and (laughs) uh and scotty pippen both of them like both of them accidentally trip and fall and you got the other three guys running at you and you got to defend the goal right like it's one of those deals, yeah and you're kind of like well shit um (laughs) it's a horrible feeling you know it's a terrible feeling but i think it it's all in who you surround yourself with right so if you're going to play with people who are chill like we play with somebody named Faye a lot and we got uh, mad dwarfs there's a lot of really cool people out in the community that that uh that like to jump in and play games with us i like to play with those people that are just kind of like no big deal don't worry about it you know like on to the next one we're fine like there's no there's nothing that's going to make me like not pick up a game and play with you again if you and then if you're going to be like really salty that i couldn't pull something off for you because you died first like i'm sorry you were dead like what did you want me to do like i'm i'm trying here yeah um
0: yeah and and that's why though those because like that's recently like fan dwarves have been nice enough to bring me along and it's actually helped a lot you know what i mean because that because i i felt not pressure but you know again they've just got a lot more experience with the game than i do you know what i mean and you want to like do right by them but after a few times you realize that you're really just kind of out having drinks with your friend you know what i mean like it's really more about the hang than it is about the game you know what i mean like you're playing the game and the game's fun and you're getting enjoyment from the game but it's, you know, the in between when everybody's just talking and you've got lulls and in the game, not, not LUL lulls, but actual where nothing's happening in the game. Yeah. <laughs> um And, you know, you're messing around and you're joking and you're saying ridiculous things and you're doing stuff like to me, that's what it's all about. Like the gaming is so secondary to that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so it's so much more fun to just, you know, with like, you know, Faye throwing Molotov cocktails at dwarves, you know, randomly yeah. when nothing's going on. <laughs> so it's just that's, the,
1: that's honestly the stuff that I that that I love, right? And and that's what I try to do on a stream. Is like, how can I make this situation funny? How can I make this into like a conversation about something else? Like, because if you're in watching any game on Twitch, you know, or if you're watching baseball or whatever, like you know what you're watching, right? You know what's happening It's like what's going to differentiate that. I've got. 15 other channels that the same thing is happening on. Like what's gonna like so you you start to interject your personality. Like that to me is the fun thing. And that's also why I jump in with the same people, whether I'm streaming or not, to 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 play a game with is because well, no, I know these personalities, and yeah, we might have some good games because we know how we play, like we we play well together and we know how to strategize. But I also know that I'm probably gonna laugh because they're gonna do <laughs> something stupid, right? Like and there's there's people who literally just want to play with people who are serious. And there's nothing wrong with that. They're serious and they want to win, right? And and that's just not me. And so when I get thrown in with, with some people, I'm just kind of like, I am inevitably going to let you
0: down. <laughs>
1: so just be ready for that. And let's say it's not a big deal, but you know for some of them it's
0: a big deal. But I'm going to make be- you laugh. I'm going to try. <laughs> try. In the process, I might be shitting a fight, but I'm going to make you giggle three or four times over the course of yeah. the... Uh-
1: yeah that's always a good feeling when you can like whether you whether you're able to perform or not if is if i can at least get you to chuckle a couple times like all right well at least i know that i can you know not die in this prison right <laughs> so to speak
0: yeah i mean and that's what's cool about again we've talked about all the different forms of content creation that are out there and it's one of the nice things about you know these days we're twitch you know and for people we've i've I've had enough streamers on here now or hopefully the people that listen to pretty regular podcasts, if they don't aren't regular watchers, they know what it is, but mm. it really is just like it's reality TV. It's just, it's like it's live reality TV around the construct of usually a game. Right. Yeah. Um, it could be around other things. It could be around watching silly videos or, you know, other things, right. Just talk, just chatting is what they call it, but you know, just hanging out and like, you know, interacting with the people watching, but It's really no different than like turn on the DIY network. That's obviously a lot more heavily produced and scripted type stuff. You know what I mean? But it's the same thing. It's just like you're watching something to be entertained. You know what I mean? Having a
1: watch party for a a TV show that everybody likes. Like we're gonna get together and watch a season opener or season finale. Like it's the same shit. Like it's just you're uniting around a video game or you're uniting around just chatting or or art or anything. Like it's it's kind of fucking cool, man. It really is, and it may not be, you know the always the largest crowd in the world but you know especially after you've been doing it for a little while you're like well i know i'm in good company like i could have a shit night but i can still turn around and be like well what the fuck did you have for dinner like you know, <laughs> what, is, what kind of food send, send me a picture yeah, I need to see it. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> you put a picture in the discord i got a channel for that
1: Yeah, I got a channel for that. You got drinking a beer? Let me see. Let me see that Bud Light. I want to see what you got going on. Special can? Anything?
0: By the way, I don't know if I've ever seen anyone, and now I think this is my mission in life. I don't think I've ever seen anyone post a picture of a Bud Light in the beer channel of the Discord.
1: You know what? Now that you bring it up, I'm writing it down. I'm gonna post a picture of a Bud Light. I'm gonna go get a Bud Light. You
0: want to get someone sideways? People won't. And do and don't act like you're doing anything weird. Like just act like it's a normal thing, and let's watch everyone's heads pop off.
1: i'm just be like ooh, it's wednesday baby it's just a picture of a bud light
0: <laughs> it's wednesday baby it's wednesday baby Let's we're having do this. some of this mass produced 0.64 percent alcohol <laughs> nice and our, watered our, down even, bud light <laughs>
1: they're like let your last post be something like really nice like something <laughs> Dude, I found this blood orange IPA brewed, like in my in my fucking neighbor's backyard, right? And it's it's completely artisan. And then just the next picture is a corona
0: extra. <laughs> like be like Mick Ultra baby. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is great. <laughs> Four dollars for a six pack.
1: <laughs> it is weird how like people can like there's there's different levels to this, obviously, but how you can be in certain circles and have certain interests where like you'll bring something to the table and they'll be like no i am too snooty for that i'm not a snooty person but i cannot handle the fact that you brought a Bud light to this table um i guess
0: i got your online somewhere
1: yeah it's hilarious (laughs) like i could do i traded for this like this guy sent it to me from portland oregon it is a
0: uh Niccolo trap <laughs> look at this thing! <laughs> look, at this thing. <laughs> look at this can. Is this the sexiest can you've ever seen? It's all slim. <laughs> well, and
1: we've we, we've grown to a point with some with some of the uh, some of the people in the community. Like I've sent people beer, they've sent me beer. Like I'm so tempted to just send them like a six pack of blood heavy. Just <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh or like Bud, this cool this
1: nifty place out of St. Louis man you got to check them out just
0: like Bud Light Lime and be like are you know they're putting fruits in these now oh oh face <laughs> let me know if you like this and I'll send you the apple one next <laughs> yeah oh that is one of the it's, it's so funny man there are um, and you know and the thing is is look if you're listening to this and on a Friday you like to go get you a six pack of Bud Light like There is nothing wrong with that. Well, I take Uh, it Grab me one, man. Grab me one. I'm fine with it. I mean, but I will. If I know you do that, I'm probably going to shame you for it because, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but that's what's so great too about people. And again, this goes back to the before about communities and people like whether or not people are okay with, um, there's a guy, his, his, his Twitter handles, everybody just calls him carrion. And, um, there's just this running joke that's been going on for like, it has to be six months now. I don't even, it's longer about pickles on a chicken sandwich.
1: Oh, that's over a year. at
0: this Okay. Point. Okay. I mean, he that's just, over a year. he just came, he went the first time that ever came up because where he lives, I guess there weren't Chick-fil-A's or something like this when this started and everyone obviously started talking about he just couldn't get his mind wrapped around the fact that pickles were put on a chicken sandwich because that just wasn't, and he just thinks it's the most disgusting thing of all time. And everyone on the earth knows that it's perfectly acceptable. Yeah, in fact, preferred perhaps to put pickles on a chicken sandwich.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, in in most circles <laughs> that I run in, you get extra pickles. Like, <laughs> you just do, and I call now. Now I've called the extra the extra pickle sandwich is called the carrion in my in my house i'm getting the carrion please give me all the pickles you have
0: but it's just fun to hear people just go to war with each other about you know like or the the thing that's happened lately is and it was totally to me but i grew up eating banana and mayonnaise sandwiches And it is amazing. It tastes good. I don't get, and like you would think, and I guess, and now I know is like, it's an intensely Southern thing. It's very, you know, like, and a lot of these people you interact with in these environments are from all over, not just the United States, but the world. I mean, obviously everyone that's listening. Our last episode was, I was, you know, the guy lives in Germany and he's originally from Italy, right? Like these are culturally, you're very divergent from, you know, other people that you interact with in these worlds. And like, you would think that I, like, was talking about eating baby. Like, it's just, like, banana and mayonnaise sandwiches. Like, people just can't seem to get their head around that.
1: No, they can't. And then, like, e- like even with, so, it's it's kind of, like, I guess the more broad, the more broad food version of that that goes around the internet all the time. And it's, oh, it's yeah. especially, especially something that comes up in, in chats mm-hmm. all the time. Pineapple on pizza. Like, that's something that always gets brought up. And I believe the pickle on the chicken sandwich is our pineapple on pizza <laughs> in, in our community. And I fucking love it, man. I just, I just love the fact that uh, over the course of, I think, been affiliated three years. So I've been streaming for probably, I think it took us a few months before that. So close to 40 months, right? Like, it's, it's kind of wild. Like, that, I don't know, you just create these small, inside jokes that never fucking go away (laughs) like no matter what they might go away for a little while and then you do something or say something like oh yeah is that like the time you talked about the pickles on the sandwich like (laughs) it it always comes back it's never gonna go away and it's in and it's something that's just so love it's the same shit you have with your friends though when you go out like that, you guys got that inside joke that's always gonna be there whether you see each other a month from now or five years from now it's like oh yeah You know, you just have
0: that one thing that always comes back.
1: So it's, it's really cool. It's really, it's been a really cool thing.
0: And that, I mean, at the end of the day too, like, isn't that what you're looking for? Like, isn't that how, you know, you've got a good, healthy bunch of people when there are those Mm -hmm. things that you can needle each other about and everyone knows it's just in fun. It's not, there's nothing malicious about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of it has to do in, in you, you, you jump into different communities. I mean it's like this when you're out in the world you know you jump into different circles and stuff like that um where the circle's only as good as is is only as good as the filter that lets it lets the people in right like so you can have people come in and be toxic or be negative or be this or that um or just not know how to conduct themselves around a group of people and it's just kind of like you can either let that kind of fester right there and it's going to bring more of that type in or you can you can filter it out quickly and be like no nope, it's not how we run things here you can come back when you can unfuck yourself you know as far as this this thing goes because there's just some people who have strong opinions on how things are done whether it's video games whether it's baseball whether it's mma um and i'm not saying it's it's always right but man they uh they will not change their mind and they won't have a discussion like i'm not even trying to change your mind sometimes a discussion with people it's just they won't even they won't even be okay with the fact that other people believe differently than them and i can't have that you know i can't i can't have that kind of a mentality around my community or, or, or around people that i consider really good friends because then that drives that would drive people i care about away because they're like well i don't want to be around this dude why is all of a sudden streamer a or b or you know tv host a or b like okay with this person being around you know it's like There must be something that they like about this guy, and I don't like. And it's there's a there's a there's a certain finesse to to keeping a community together, you know.
0: And not to say that you that means that everybody has to have homogenous thinking, but just but just if you don't, don't be a dick, right? (laughs) You know.
1: Just there, just at least with me, there just has to be tolerance in the fact that people are going to believe differently. Yeah, tolerance in that, like that alone, and that that to me is a good way to to look at life right like you know there's always going to be people who are going to disagree with you not vote for the same people as you not you know not necessarily feel the same way about an issue or about you know anything you know about pickles on a sandwich but that's okay right like that's all right there's nothing wrong with that and you guys can rib each other about it but no one's gonna no one's gonna like quit coming around because you don't like pickles on your sandwich like I'm sorry (laughs) at least at least at least no one that's got you know the wherewithal to stick around a community i'm going to be in
0: yeah absolutely unless you don't like banana and mayo sandwiches then you can oh then you can go fuck yourself (laughs) (laughs) so i want to talk a little bit about um this is a a a somewhat tangential caveat about a little bit about pc building because um this is something that i obviously just went through um you know and i guess surprising and of course i've come up in it and it's it's something i've known about forever and and surprisingly with friends of mine that aren't technical um cuz cuz i use the term oh i just built a pc right and that's the term you normally use right and i'm surprised at how many of people that i know whether it's neighborhood friends or whatever that are just like what do you mean you bought a pc and i'm like well yes and no right like in a, yeah <laughs> like and and them not wrapping their head around the whole idea of like, of like doing it by parts as opposed to, you know, by, and the reason I bring this up is because you just built a PC for your mom. Right. Yeah. So right
1: there, I haven't, I've been given it to her yet. It's sitting over my shoulder. You're oh,
0: right. nice. So tell me what is, what is, what is the difference between like calling Dell and like and going give me a computer (laughs) versus like building a pc
1: um well a i mean at least for me anyway if i'm talking about personally it's there's something very rewarding about putting something together and and pressing the power button and a not seeing smoke and (laughs) b seeing it turn on and seeing that oh i'm in the bios and i can actually manipulate stuff now and, and now i can put the os on there or the operating system right um and B, like, you know where every part's coming from, right? So when you're talking about, like, because we'll mass order, for my job, we'll mass order a bunch of Dells, um, and we, all we tell them is, like, look, we just want to make sure we have this amount of space. We don't specify what kind of parts we want. We just know we want this amount of space, we want this amount of RAM, we want this, you know, processor or whatever. And they're like, okay, where they get all those parts from? We don't know. They just kind of like, how could? De- and on Dell's side, they're like, how can we put together these 30 PCs, um at a rate that we can we can uh we can make money and um and give them exactly what they want. Um when you're building a PC it's like, well, I want in some cases, I want the best parts for for what I'm doing it for. So for for me I'm like I want a good motherboard that's going to run the processor I want and I can pick that. I can there's there's three or four I can pick from and there would be like it's just the customization and knowing that I've put this together and I know if I want to upgrade these parts um, I know how to do that, right? Like I can go in and pull out the graphic card and put something new in, um, the other big benefit, um, at least from my experience and from, you know, other people's experiences, you can get a good few more years out of that machine before you have to start looking at building another machine. Like I can, where you might look at somewhere between seven and eight years on a pre-built computer, um, from Dell, uh, you can see somewhere like 10 to 12 years in like something you built from the ground up and just the customization like i want it to have flashy lights it's got flashy lights if i want it to be as sleek and you know and transparent as possible where you don't even know if it's there i can do that too like there's just so much you can do with it because it's just like when you uh when you kit a car out or something like that like i i want you want ground effects? I'll give you ground effects. Like, I'll give you whatever ground effects you want. Um, And it's just, I think for me, though, it, it really is the satisfaction of putting it together and knowing I did it. Um, and and saving some money, honestly, especially for, for parts that are better.
0: Yeah, that's one of the things that I think people don't is... And also, when you say, like, there's no soldering irons or... Like it's all plug, you know, it's, you know, granted you have to, you know, you have to get things plugged into the right places and you do have to make sure that things are in the right slots in the case and that you've got room and the, you know, it's cool. You know, there's fans and the cooling and the sorts of things that have to happen. But, you know, most people think, I think that I'm like, you know, like soldering a motherboard or something. And I'm like, I'm like, no, you're not having a, like, it's you're plug. You're just, pl- you're plugging it all in to get your plug. It's like a. It's like an erector set it's just with computer Correct. parts right
1: i'm not pressing the fucking silicone bob <laughs> <I am.
0: laughs> exactly
1: I'm, I'm ordering parts and clicking them together but sometimes you're right you'll tell some people oh yeah i put my computer together. this is my fourth build i think my mom's computer is my fourth build um and you tell people you put together you're like, like oh where'd you buy your computer from it's like oh i just i put it together and they're like they look at you like you said you put your car together like like (laughs) oh no i built my car it's yeah "Yeah, it's it's a local accord it's wonderful (laughs) you know it's like no no it's not like that at all like it's as much it's not as hard as you think and i'm i'm surprised it took me so long because i'm surprised it took me so long to actually put my first one together i think i put my first one together only like maybe four years ago um because i was up until maybe four or five years ago i was mostly a console player you know i played pc games back in the day and then i went to console and um I don't know finding having friends that were playing games on PC and then finding uh finding Twitch and stuff like that I was kind of like I want to play games on PC again and that really got me into it so really I took a step away from that for a while and then once I got back into it I did have a pre-built machine from like HP that I just kind of the only thing I did is I put in a different graphics card like that was the the big upgrade I did to that um, and it carried me for a little bit but then i was like no nah, i really want to build something nice that i that'll last me a while um and that's kind of how i got into it it's really it's honestly i threw this one together and i was like Oof, i can tell i've done this a few times now because mm-hmm. i didn't fuck it up like the the three leading up to this i definitely had to go back in there and figure out what i didn't fucking plug in you know yeah um it's kind of it's just kind of a cool yeah. satisfaction and just a cool feeling
0: By the way, if there was going to be a Lopez car, I'm pretty sure Accord is not the one that I would um, (laughs) – it wouldn't be a Lopez Accord. What would it be? It's a good – like, ever since you said that, I've been half listening to you, half thinking about (laughs) what the Lopez uh, car would be. Um, Oddly, now that what you're going into, it's going to be like – like a Lopez caravan or whatever, because you're about to have a kid. So you're getting dangerously close to minivan territory. Like you can't help it. Like there's going to have to be some kind of multi-purpose vehicle that, you know, that is going to lug around the kid. And then you're going to have to put lacrosse sticks or soccer balls or, you know, um, you know whatever when down the road when you're tooling around yeah the
1: the only thing i need to outsource is the guy who's going to do the 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 western mural across the side <laughs> of it right so all about the, the guys sitting on horses and and a couple of dream catchers right i need to go to etsy for some dream catchers for the back window
0: oh no so. i'm making a mental note about a random <laughs> Gag gift to send you at one point, just a box of dream catchers. (laughs) Why the fuck did he send me a dream
1: catcher? What is this?
0: Um, But I don't know. Like honestly, like I would think like maybe like a like a Lopez like Camaro. Like I think Camaro is it would be the kind of car that I think would be um, a sensible Lopez brand vehicle, not an Accord. Something with a t-top at least. I know I rock (laughs) Z. Um, Like it's definitely not a you know, since it Lopez. (laughs) Jeremy Lopez does not say sensible sedan to me.
1: (laughs) He says something that looks like a gremlin. Fuck the VW bug. Right. That's what he says.
0: (laughs) Oh, but not an accord, a Lopez accord. Oh man.
1: Um, he's got a like horn for
0: it. Um, one of my crazy redneck uncles had the, um, the horn from like the General Lee for the Dixie Hazard. Played Dixie? Yeah. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> I don't even. I can't. Um, I can't. I can. I would.
1: Uh, I just do it. Like what's a brown guy I got Dixie on it? Oh, that for? actually for you? Yeah, that
0: would be amazing. <laughs> amazing. Um, but uh, so what kind of build did you put together for your mom? Like what's in it? Um I, I did something so so really they just needed something to uh
1: to surf the internet with, pay bills. Um not even like they, they do like to play games, but it's more like card games and stuff like mind that. Minesweeper. So
0: like,
1: <laughs> Minesweeper, solitaire. Um one thing I am gonna put on there for her and because uh, she likes she loves typing games. Mm. Um so she does like, you know, she has all these games that she does where she just she can just type fast and just kind of keep up with it. They've got a game called typing of the dead overkill. What? And it's, it's basically House of the Dead. Remember the arcade yeah, game with yeah. the gun and you shoot the zombies. Only to kill the zombies, you gotta type the words on their face. <laughs> and that's how you win the game. Like you gotta type out the words you see on the screen, and that's what shoots them, right? Um so I'm gonna put that on there for her. Um but I I did like a, a pretty simple like Ryzen 3 build. Mm. Um, you know, just uh just the latest uh latest generation of the Ryzen AMD chip um and uh i it, the actual uh, motherboard has a pretty decent onboard graphics because i knew they weren't going to be playing anything heavy graphics um but if they ever did it's got the position to click things right in uh only did like eight gigs of ram um but uh the big thing that was important to her was storage so i did a uh i did a, a solid state drive just to run the os um, and then I put like a three terabyte mm. drive in there for her. So, cause she just got a lot of pictures and she wants to start scanning a bunch of them and she wants to, you know, you know, have somewhere to back up her phone. Cause she takes a lot of pictures with her phone, um, and stuff like that. So we're getting that squared away for her. Um, I was trying to think if there was anything else really, and she already had two monitors from her last job. She had bought two monitors, so I'm already going to hook her up with the duels and stuff like that. And it'll be, uh. It'll be cool. It'll be nice.
0: And like, what's nice about a build like that. And this is for people that are listening that are, you know, like at some point, everyone's going to have to buy another computer at some point, unless you die in the next couple of years. Um, uh, you know, you're probably, I mean, I'm guessing just based on what you just told me, like, but you're probably out the door on a machine like that for like 500 bucks, 600 Um, bucks.
1: Like right at seven. Yeah. When I got, when I got her like a mouse and keyboard, like all the stuff that she needed for it, like 700 bucks. Easy and it's something that's going to, like I said, in unless they decide to start beating on it with a bat, it's gonna last <laughs> them like ten years at
0: least. Yeah, at I the mean very least. and you know the reality is if you trade something like that and try to do a pre-build on it, you're gonna spend thousand dollars.
1: Yeah, to have to have that that good of a you know, that good of a motherboard. Like she's got a really honestly, I opened the motherboard and I was like, <laughs> My motherboard in this and keep the new motherboard. <laughs> I could I could do this but you know i didn't of course but like it's it's just it's just better quality parts and it can easily be upgraded and it's easy to diagnose like you don't like when when at work when we get like 30 dells ordered and they come in you open up the that case if you do open up the case it's just like well they just jammed in whatever they could get in here like you can tell like there's no care to it like there's a subtle art to like you should see my first two builds like they are wires everywhere right like i didn't know what a modular uh you know a modular power supply unit was like i just got the old power supply unit that had that had like a big old braid of cords that came out of the side of it um that's much that's much harder to manage because with a with a modular unit you can just plug in what you need and all the extra stuff is just there in case you need you can plug it in later um so the art of like going through and hiding all the cabling and making it look clean so when you open that thing up and you're looking at it you're like holy shit!" like all i'm seeing is exactly what's here and all the cords are nice and tucked away and you know wire managed and all that stuff so like as you your first build if you ever build a computer will be you'll be proud of it i'm still proud of my first build and it still runs it's still you know still running in the other room and um it's great but I mean, you, every time you build after that, you're like, oh, I could have done this last time. And it would just look better when I look inside that little window or when I open it up to clean it out. Um, you just, you can just tell when, when you've learned things like, well, I won't be getting this power supply again, because now I've got like four cables and I only needed one out of the whole thing, you know, something like that, but it's really cool, man. It's, it's, it's very rewarding. It feels good.
0: Yeah. And it's kind of incredible. Just the the accessibility to the level of tech that we have now, you know, like to be able to do it's like, cause you know, the machine I just got is, I mean, I way overbuilt for me, yeah. but you know, like to your point, like 10 years easy, right? Like future proofing. That's, that's what, when you're building from the ground up, you're, you're wanting to future
1: proof as much as possible. You want to be like, I want to be able to run the video game that comes out in seven years.
0: Yeah, like right. if if anything that comes out outruns this graphics card that I've got in this machine, I give up.
1: I don't need that game apparently. Right, <laughs> like, like <laughs> I
0: quit. Right, like there's just at that point I don't even know what we're doing. Like that thing better like make a lady appear in my house or something. Like I don't. Right, right? like there's it's got the somewhere. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, but it is pretty wild. Like, and just you know, you think about. Just, it's like everything we've talked about. It's just like it's everything now is so accessible to the consumer. And, you know, just if you, if anybody's listening to this, if you ever get the urge to do this and you have no idea and don't have friends, you know, you can hit me up on Twitter and I know enough people that know what they're doing that can help you. But it really is a cool, it really is a cool process and a, and a, And again, like it's, it's just something that everyone has to have, you know, there aren't a lot of people that don't have a PC, (laughs) right. And as the video world's changing too, with TV and stuff now, it's just like, it's amazing now that I've got this in my office, I thought too, like the reason why, cause you know, you guys ribbed me for two goddamn years about finally get, about getting a PC. And, um, I just thought I wouldn't, it's like, well, I want to play games and hang out or whatever, but when am I going to. Use it otherwise, you know. I've got this QLED TV downstairs, and like, you know, other stuff I do, but it's crazy since I put my office together and I'm sitting in here now. Like, I'm in here all the time because, like, I'm watching, you know, I got nice monitors, and it's like I just put my headphones on and I watch, you know, like Disney Plus or Netflix, or I'm playing a game with friends, or I'm watching you stream, or I'm and but you know, but I'm and then I'm using it for work video calls and I'm doing all that kind of stuff. And it's just like I'm and Holly's like, You're upstairs a lot. And I was like, Yeah, I know. Like I thought when I got this, like I would just kind of pop in here when I wanted to play a few games or you know, whatever. And it's like now I'm just this is like my spot. Like i now I feel like I I first I thought I'm like, I'm gonna buy the computer and not use it. And now it's just like, oh my god, I just bought that ridiculous television.
1: I'm not using it. And I'm not
0: down there anymore. <laughs> I'm always up here.
1: <laughs> yeah it's, it's kind of in, it's kind of incredible man and and as, as far as for my mom and them like they they probably could have gotten something that was like um you know that was you know at the store pre-built or whatever but they they were very excited when they knew i had put a few builds together and they were they've been on a laptop for you know they, their last two or three computers have been laptops you know or a macbook or something like that and they were just kind of like we want something that's an actual computer and we want you to build it and i was like oh yeah of course i can do that and so there's like, there's also this thing with them where they're kind of like, man, that's kind of cool. Like my son built this and, you know, we can use it and it's you know fully functional and all that stuff. And, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just a neat, it's just a neat thing. You know, it's like, it's putting a model together that you can actually use and not just sit on a case and stare at, you know,
0: have, have you ever, have you thought about putting any Easter eggs in there? You mean like, like you what? should put a sticker on like inside the case that says like, remember when someone burn the front yard when I was in sixth grade and I told you it wasn't me, it was me. Ha ha ha. And just stick the sticker in there and just see if it ever gets found out. <laughs> That's a good idea. I should.
1: I should. put something like on the inside of the case that you can't see and that you opened it up and looked in there.
0: That
1: would be funny. They probably would never open it up. My mom would be terrified to open up the side of the computer. She'd be like, I don't Oh no! It's it's working. That's all I know. And like, okay. Or just yeah, never no. opened it
0: up. No, no. Or just like randomly tape like an ultrasound picture in there or something, and just later, like you know, like from the baby or whatever. Like then, you know, one day when you're over there, like take the paneling off and go, oh look, what's in here? And what's this, yeah, that'd be kind of <laughs> cool.
1: If she was if she was here before, uh if she arrived before, I gave that to her. I could I could like make her put a handprint
0: somewhere, a little handprint oh, somewhere. See and you know parents fucking get off they kidding me like that's like grandparent that's as that's as dope as you get right like if they knew that the baby's handprint or footprint was inside their computer they're already telling all their fucking friends about how little jeremy built the thing right
1: (laughs) 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 you could have put like an impressive lighting system inside Mm. that thing to make it blink like the like you know like a tower in the night but it's it's like nope. This is a, it's a little handprint. Like
0: never would have occurred to them before for it to matter. But now, anytime people come to your mom's house, she can be like, "Oh, and this is my computer. Jeremy built this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come and let me show you my computer." <laughs> yeah. it's, uh,
1: it's it's nuts. It's nuts, man. It's uh, but it's it's cool. I, I really like um, I really like doing it, and, and it's not something I'm like I want to go do this for a living. But it's just like nice to to know I can do that for somebody. And to know I can do that for myself. It's really neat.
0: There, you know, it manifests, but this also goes back to like the whole idea of like being intellectually curious, right? It doesn't have to be about everything, right? But like I know a lot of people, you know, that um, and at this point in my life as a 46-year-old, um I'm not too far ahead of you, but a couple, you know, a few couple years. Um, you know, we're kind of at that point now where you know, you've kind of, you're kind of, you've gotten adulting, you've kind of figured adulting out, you know what I mean? Like, and you're, you're okay. And, and I just know a lot of people that are just kind of, they're grinding out their career and they're grinding out, you know, their life, you know, and, and you can hear just the weight of it on them. You know what I mean? And I'm like, you got to find something for you, man. You gotta, you gotta figure out something that you can find some joy in and, You know, that's just outside of just like I'm grinding out the paycheck and, you know, and then I have a couple bourbons and I go to bed and I do that fucking six days a week. Right. Um, But you have to. And it's like, but I can't tell you what that is. Right. Like, you've got to figure out what that thing is. I mean, if it's sport, if it's tech, if it's reading books, if it's whatever. But you know, I just feel bad for people. Cause I, there are just people I know that just don't have any intellectual curiosity. Like there's not a thing like for me and you, like our nerdy stuff that we like is like, again, I'll give you some inside baseball with me and Lopez. That's like super nerd is like the, we both use the same um, broadcasting unit that allows us to tape these things and do this audio stuff. <laughs> And they released a new software the other day that has like new features and stuff that you download into the thing. And like Jeremy IM's me and it's like, have you seen this? And it's like the link to the art with like the new stuff. And I'm like, ah, I just saw it, but I haven't read. And, you know, but it's just like, there's, but that's something we're interested in, right? Like we can right. sit around and talk about microphones or, you know, audio stuff. Cause we're nerdy about those things. And, but, you know, I just feel sad for people that like, don't have like that just there's something that you're not curious enough about to like commit a part of your lifetime to it. Like not lifetime lifetime, like, but your the time in your life. You know what I mean? Like carve out a little time in your day to go. I want to paint miniatures or I want to paint paintings or I want to build computers or I want to stream on Twitch or I want to do something.
1: Yeah, no. I, and, and I've got, you know, I've got parents that are approaching a retirement age and I'm just like, they're, I'm like what do you what do you want to do like what are you going to do with, with your time off because you can have a lot of time off now like it's going to be all time off that's all it is um <laughs> like all the time is off um but uh like what do you want to do like and honestly he's like they don't have anything they're like I don't know I'll don't know. We'll figure it out like I'm like there's nothing like you want to go like traveling you want to go see something you don't want to go you know it's it's wild and and to not have something to kind of like like Krista has her photography that she loves doing. You know she has she has all that stuff, and I've got you know whatever the week is hobby going on. Like I've got I feel like I, I just amass hobbies. Like she says it all the time. She's like, "What's the new hobby now?" Like, <laughs> and it's, but I feel like that that's kind of keeps you mentally limber, right? Like you mm-hmm. you don't allow yourself to slump into that. Like, well, I'm going home to watch the sitcoms and go to bed, right? It's you want you want more than that, like. At least I do. I mean, I, but there's some people who are just—that's how they live. They're like they're okay with. Eh, I like having my bourbons and going to bed, mm-hmm. and there's not there's nothing wrong with no. that. It's just it's not the way my brain works. I'm just kind of like, couldn't you be going and seeing something? Like, couldn't you be doing this or that? And there's kind of like, eh, I'm okay with this, and I'm like, all right.
0: I don't understand it, but I respect it. Well, know? although your mom is going to be head clicking zombies by like typing like proliferation and, um, yeah. <laughs> no, but it does help. Cause per- Holly functory, is perfunctory. She's going to be fighting uh, the boss perfunctory of uh, <laughs> the perfunctory daughter. Um, yeah. so, but there is like a, um, there is actually also a medical benefit because Holly has obviously done lots of stories, but you know, they say that, any those types of mental exercises are actually help with Alzheimer's and if you know, making sure you're doing things that keep your brain firing. Um outside of normal rote things like watching television. So if you're actively involved, whether it's a game or you know, reading or um uh, you know, a tactile like hand-eye type thing, like if you're painting or building things, Holly Holly puts puzzles, she still puts rep puzzles together, like physical puzzles. Yeah. And that's you know, and it's the weirdest thing for me too, because like she has like a two thousand piecer that she just started on and she'll finish it and take her picture of it and just tear it all apart. And every time she does it, I'm like, ah, (laughs) like, like, it's so hard for me to wrap my head. Cause you know, she'll work on it. Like, you know, she'll, she'll put some on her iPad, like a show she's watching and she'll set it up on the table downstairs and she'll have her thing and she'll do that for a few hours. And, you know, and she'll do that for like two weeks or whatever it takes. And then she just tears it all apart. And I just like, dude, I'd be like shellacking that thing. And like,
1: putting Putting it in a frame yeah or something (laughs)
0: like i mean i'd do something with it like it's just you know whatever but that's she's like no i like the for me like finishing it's the joy i don't need to i don't need to see yeah
1: you know you're bringing this up and i'm thinking about like my mom did puzzles when we were kids i don't know if she's done like if she still does but i almost wonder what she would think of a game like you know you we've talked about it before the room like a game like the room where you're actually it's they're puzzle games and they make you think and you got to figure out well how the fuck do I get into this little machine that's there it's just this if you have if no one's seen the room let's just look up the room game it's amazing trailer it's just a really just there's no action to it it's just you there's really no purpose other than the fact that you're trying to complete this puzzle and it's surprisingly complex surprisingly complex
0: it's almost like so what people know these days that don't know games is like this modern concept of an escape room, you know, where they put you into a place and you have to solve these puzzles. And usually one puzzle informs another puzzle, another where you get a key to unlock this thing, gives you a puzzle to unlock the block you need to put in the door to get out that door. This was a precursor to like these live escape rooms. It's just digital. Right. And, and you're effectively that's really what it is, is you're trying to get out right of this place and you only have what's around you in the environment you know so it lays you out it's like well there's a little machine here there's a desk with a lock on it i don't and you have to just figure your way out and you start, start start tinkering with things like
1: oh this thing slides why does this slide yeah sliding it back and forth it's got to slide for a reason and then you find out oh there's a switch over here i hit this switch and i slide this and now this thing opened up and now i've got this key that i can open the lock with oh there's a lock here I'm going to grab the key. I'm going to open the lock. You know, it's just, it's just one thing leads into another. It's really, really, really cool the way they've done it. Very creative.
0: It's a little bit like, uh, which I, again, talk about YouTube rabbit holes, which is where we started is, you know, is Rube Goldberg machines. So if you don't know what Rube Goldberg is, you do, you just don't know the name. So Rube Goldberg is like those things you see where someone like starts out by like putting a ball and it rolls down a slide and then it hits a button that flips a chicken over and then an egg falls and the egg falls in a cup and that springs a thing across that triggers another thing. And, you know, and it traces all around. It's kind of like a big Rube Goldberg. It's just about finding the thing that triggers the next thing. And you're trying to get yourself to the end of the. But yeah, I would be if you do that, you have to let me know, because I bet like something like that, you know, the only thing about those games, you got to be careful because sometimes the puzzles are hard. And if people don't have some stick to itiveness, the first time you get to a puzzle, it's hard to figure out. They'll You just quit. But, yeah. um, but yeah, like puzzles and stuff, but the physical puzzle thing is apparently making a comeback. Like I didn't know. And maybe it's just around like women, you know, and men of my wife's and my age that have stuff. But like, apparently now Holly and her friends are all trading physical puzzles. Like, this is the thing where people are sitting around putting like actual puzzles, like puzzle piece puzzles together.
1: Pandemic, man. Like people are home. Like they're just like in, trying to figure out something to do to stay entertained so they don't go crazy. Like, I think that has a lot to do. I bet I'm willing to bet that. The board game companies have done really well this year like you know mm. i just think they probably have um the, it's amazing what something like that can can do to, to just revitalize something that was that's been around forever you know and uh i would imagine that that would have something to do with it but also there's fads like i mean look at look uh look at the uh the queen's gambit came out on netflix right it was a huge hit people talked about it all the time all of a sudden you couldn't find a fucking chess Set anywhere, like people you, were on waiting lists for chess sets. Like, chess has been around since the dawn of time, right? And it's just kind of like, um, it's wild how, how just something will come along, and all of a sudden, everybody wants to play chess for like six weeks, you know? Yeah, and now that now there's that a shit ton of chess boards in their house and they don't ever touch them,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. But that's also funny too, how, like, that you know, the pop culture stuff like informs, yeah, you know other things like i'll never know this but like i want to know like what 50 shades of gray did to like the sex toy market because i
1: imagine it was it was probably incredible for the for the sex toy market
0: had to be like you know these like because i always said that the thing is is like i tell people is like 50 shades of gray made porn accessible to prudish suburban white people like, yeah. you know, all these people that like would never, you know, could like that. If you said something like porn, they would just like go, ew. Right. but now it's a, b- a book. So somehow that makes it better. All that is, is like softcore porn. That's really terribly written. Mind you as well. Like the writing is absolutely horrible. Like that woman can't write.
1: You know, it started, what it started off as, as twilight fan fiction. Really? It was, it started off as twilight fan fiction. Wait,
0: isn't twilight supposed to be for like teenagers?
1: Uh, yeah but someone started writing fan fiction for twilight i'm pretty sure it was twilight it was something that was like a, a like a huge hit of a book and if you want to go down a rabbit hole just look up fan fiction for anything fan fiction for <laughs> harry potter fan fiction for fucking lord of the rings like people have done this like they've just gone through and they've written their own stories that have like weird like, like it could be a science fiction like fan fiction type thing like where they have like i'm gonna take Jean Luc picard and make him bang ripley from alien like th- that kind of shit there's just all kind but this was literally i believe it was twilight fan- i could be wrong but it was twilight fan fiction and all they did they went in they did some editing and they they changed names and all this stuff and it turned into what became 50 shades of gray um and uh, stock in stock in husband eye rolls probably went up, ginormously <laughs> too. Like, oh God! Why do we have to try something new? This has been working for twenty years.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't want you to
1: bring. No, no, no! I'm not doing that.
0: Yes, I. No, you cannot hit me with whatever that is. I don't want to be I, hit at all. <laughs> I don't want to be hit it. And I'm not hitting you. No, like, my, my hip hurts right now. Just sitting here. <laughs> I have to stretch my sciatic
1: nerve every morning since I've been 38 years old. Okay. I'm not hitting anything with anything.
0: We do not need to import pain. There's enough. It exists already. <laughs>
1: There's some dude with a limp. Who's just like, I like got there. Is just gonna like, she wanted to try this one thing and I'm limping for the rest of my fucking life. Yeah. I can't get up and go get a beer now with comfortably because you or had to hit me that night.
0: Or how about like your general practitioner doctors when that book came out? Like just when, just like Bob hasn't been in for his annual in three years and now he needs to come and see me. Well, it looks like you have an ACL tear. What happened? Well, <laughs> well,
1: well, have have you have you heard
0: about 50 shades of my wife, my wife my wife have bruises in your back, sir. My wife tied me to the banister. <laughs> I forgot that uh, my left leg was still attached and I went to go down the stairs. <laughs>
1: gave a little twist and
0: I tore my knee in half. <laughs>
1: oh it's just it's so funny man there's a reason why we got warning labels folks there's yeah a reason why there's warning
0: <sighs> labels. so are you still are you still getting what you want at the twitch game like are you still having a good time with it
1: i am still having a good time with it i'm getting different things than my what i originally started out with right i i'm getting it's and it's the same with the podcast um you know you start out with like well maybe this thing could be big maybe i could do something i can become a partner i could you know make a little cash um i i think what i'm getting now is just it's getting it's like getting to go like you said to the bar and hang out with people and like if i want to have drinks i can have drinks if i want to drink coffee or drink water and just hang out with you guys it's great um i can play my play the games i would normally be probably playing anyway um and and just have that group of people to go talk to. It's like going down to the pub, man, to hang out with the group. You know, you got like that that group of people you would go out to the bar with for for years. And that's what that's what these folks are. Um, and that's become more important to me than um, I. You know, everyone wants to see growth in what they're doing, but it's nice to not have that be the focus anymore. It's like, no, I want to show up because I want to be there. Um, I don't want to show up because I have to be there. Uh, which i think i got kind of roped into feeling like it was i didn't i never really felt like it was a job but like i feel like i was so focused on like how did i do that stream how were the numbers how's this how's that and now i just don't care like it's just kind of like no i know i can count on some people to be there to hang out with and i'm looking forward to that so the 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 motivation becomes like and obviously it's very different like you talk you' you're, you had Delacroix, who's got very different motivations for why he streams like he wants to you know like he said he wants to take over the world with you know with his stream and he wants to do this stuff and that's awesome i'm just not there like, that's not just not me it's very much a you know this is just kind of a, a hobby i like doing and and i get to talk to cool people while i'm doing it it feels really nice and i've met some dude i've met some great fucking people doing it too like it's so wild like you just don't know like the people that are in my life now um <clears throat> there are so many that i actually follow up with and check on even people who aren't around as much anymore that I still like shoot messages to how you doing, how are things like, because you, you figure out like, oh no, like I actually care about these folks. Like it's, it's really neat. Um, And, uh, and, and, you know, they care about you too. And it's, it's kind of cool. It's turned into this thing where I'm just like, you know, it's just kind of a way to catch up with buds now.
0: Yeah. And as, as someone that hangs out in a lot of streams and I understand that I have a bias towards your stream just because lots of reasons, our relationship, it was really my first stream of consequence that I was a part of the community, whatever. Um, there is something really unique about your, about the, our, our crowd. It's a, it's just, it's just such a good crowd, you know, Mm -hmm. like even in other places, like there's just very few, you know, there's, there's always the outliery, like, you know, kind of person that you're kind of like, "Er," you know what I mean? Like that Mm -hmm. sort of comes in and upsets the natural pH balance in the, you know, in the room, you know, but for the most part, we don't really get that. You know what I mean? Like you kind of know what you're going to get, right? Like it's going to be your, to your point, man, it's like, it's like if you had a bar you loved and it was 95% regulars and no matter when you went in there, you knew exactly what kind of time you're going to have. Like you don't know what you're going to get and like from a standpoint of like what's going to be funny today or what we're going to. But like, you know, it's going to be cool. It's going to be chill. People are going to be respectful of one another. People know where the lines are. Y- you know what I mean? And if people don't know where the lines are or new people don't, you don't have to do it. Like other people will do it for you. Right. Like if people go places they shouldn't, someone in the community will look out for you and be like, hey, you know what I mean? Like don't do that. You know what I mean, or right. you don't know it. Like you don't say that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a, you know, it's kind of a funny thing. Weirdly, like um, there's another streamer that I've that I watch the PUBG streamer that I watch pretty regularly, and um, he's a pretty big PUBG streamer. I mean, you're talking about his average. I mean, I think he probably is 700 between seven hundred and a thousand kind of viewers a stream. Right? It's a pretty. I mean, he's a full time. That's what he does for a living that's yeah. okay yeah <laughs> right. no, I'm um kidding. Yeah. but you know i've been i've been watching him for he's one of the first people i found after you introduced me to twitch because i was just like oh i really like PUBG. I i didn't even know this was a thing let me see if there's any PUBG streamers i like because i play that game a lot yeah. and um it came out in chat because some there was a talk about COVID or something and i just like I hadn't been around the stream for a while and I showed back up and he was like, I haven't seen you. And I'm just like, mm, you know, my mom passed away. And that was, you know, a couple months ago or whatever. And like two weeks ago I was in and this guy came in just like, and you want to talk about a chat. You want to talk about what chat looks like when there's 900 people in the room? Like it's a busy, like I'm amazed that he picks up anything. You know what I mean? Like there's so much go-
1: People are so good at that. It's amazing to me because I'll I'll have I'm just watching and I'm just I'm can I can just watch chat though. I'm not playing a game and I'm just like, how does he keep up with this?
0: Yeah, but someone basically just came in like making COVID jokes, basically, about it not being real and about people being babies. And you know, we had been in, and like all of a sudden he's like, Hey man, we've got a guy that's in the room right now who's just lost his mom. Like shut the fuck up you know like we don't that's not going down around here like you know and like i was like holy shit like i didn't even think because you know it's not like i'm friends with this guy or anything like other than just i just you know i watch him stream and make the occasional comment you know what i mean like or whatever and i've subbed his channel for well it's almost a couple years now but um you know it's like i was like wow like that's impressive. Like not even just because you're so active, but that you remembered, you know what I mean? And like, but that's what I mean. Like, you know, when you got, and that's how like your channel, that's like everyone, like if somebody came in and started blowing smoke about something like that was really that, and you knew it personally impacted somebody that was in like our group, that person wouldn't last very long.
1: (laughs) And, and and in a lot of cases, they don't even have to get, banned like it's just kind of a like no yeah it's not like it's not funny and you're not gonna do that shit. like it's it doesn't take much like really i mean people do get banned you know and, that, and that's fine but like sometimes people just come in and see what they can get away with and they're like you're like no it's not gonna play here man sorry you gotta go somewhere else there's plenty of other channels for you to go and make your fucking jokes in and uh it's it's just wild it's it's so it's so weird and like now that i've been doing it for a while it doesn't i don't really think about the fact that i'm just kind of out there and anybody can kind of click in and and just show up you know and and it doesn't uh that doesn't really bother me but man like to talk to someone who's maybe new to it or like getting ready to try it out you know or maybe i want to try streaming or something like that um you forget that there's that amount of nerve that usually goes into it and i didn't really have probably as many as most because i you know podcasting and doing radio and stuff like that but um it's it's definitely something to put yourself out there Uh, you know there's some people who put themselves way the fuck out there you know i share a good bit of my life with the stream and on my podcast but um there's some people who just everything it's an open book and you're kind of like wow that's i i respect it you know um but yeah i'm i am very happy with our uh our little community they're 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 really a cool bunch and uh it's nice to have people to look out for one another and like And like to to what you were saying like how that guy remembered you know situation when that guy came in and joking like you just over time you just learn so much about the people who are just in and out because you get little bits and pieces and i've talked to people about this before where i was kind of like it's kind of like how did that inmate find out so much (laughs) about that guard it's like well, he hasn't had anywhere to go. And this, this guard is here every, you know, five days a week. And he just hears little bits of conversation. Like you just know like, oh, how'd that test go? Or how, how, you know, did you sell your house yet? Did you get a new? you just, I remember so much information about people that starting out, you'd be like, I'd never know all this information about this, you know, this 30, 40 people that pop by all the time. um, And like I said, you start to, you start to kind of wonder, oh, I haven't seen so-and-so in a while. Like I wonder if they're doing okay. Like. So, you know, I'll ask, you know, I'll just send them a a message on Discord or Twitter or wherever they're at and be like, hey, you doing all right? I haven't seen you in a while. Like, not even to be like, hey, you should come back by the channel just to be like, hey, I genuinely want to know if you're okay." you know?
0: Yeah, because at one point you were like, where's Sean? Oh, he's nearly dead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I know something's up because I knew Mm. he wouldn't just peace out, you know, over and Um, (laughs) And uh, yeah, so it's it's weird. You do kind of build these like pictures of people and, and you've never met some of them in real life you know you met a couple of them right um but you're just like wow if i ever do meet this person like i don't you're, you're nervous because you're like it's almost like when you read a story or read a book and and you then there's been no movie for the book right and so you're just like i'm building all these characters in my head it's like this is what i think this person looks like this is what i think this person looks like and how they talk and then the movie comes out and you're kind of like ah that's not how he looks at all in my head you know, so like you're kind of like it's kind of neat. There's this mystique around people because you're like, I've got an idea of what I think so and so looks like or what I think this person looks like. And then, you know, maybe one day you meet them, You're like, wow, this is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. It's like,
0: and, and once you figure out that the meta is OK, right, like that's even something that I had to wrap my head around because, you know, especially older people that don't understand the tech and all that, it's like. To a lot of people that didn't grow up with this, like the concept of having a relationship with someone that you're not in physically the same space with, you know what I mean, is very weird. I mean, what I t- akin to is probably people that like online dating, right? Like if you were already married, right, when online dating came out, you probably think that's like, wait, you meet someone on the computer? Like that's just weird, right? But now that's not weird at all, right? Like for people that have exposure to it. And we've told this story in other podcasts and I've told it a million times, but like this is like the situation like when Rick came in for DreamHack, you know? Like I just you know, like I've talked to Rick so much, you know, over the cup over a couple years, you know, and it's just like, and I know Rick's a good dude. You know what I mean? Like, I know that's a guy that if he was here and if I was around him, I would like him because all I'm knowing now is his personality. Like, I don't know. I don't really know anything about where he lives or what his house looked like. or I mean, I know what he does for a living, but I don't know anything about his station in life. I just basically know, like, how he thinks and what he says and how funny he is and you know the stuff he likes stuff he doesn't like you know what I mean like that sort of thing which is really what relationships are about it's not about like oh I saw that person they were wearing this outfit or they had this haircut or they had whatever it eliminates a lot of the superficial crap and you kind of get to the core of what's about whether it's like do we have some common interests? do we have common sense as a humor do we like to talk about the same things you know you know and like, when I met the guy, I just wanted to wrap my arms around him. You know what I mean? Like, I just wanted to give him a big hug. You know what I mean? And it seems such like a bizarre thing for a person that you didn't fit. You've not physically met before, but you know, it's like the thing, man, if, if we get past, you know, COVID and like. Curtie and her husband ever come visit. Like, I just want to grab them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just want to grab them both and just be like, I am so excited to see you in person. Right you know uh,
1: and it's it's gonna be, and it's going to be weird because like your entire relationship has been through a computer with, yeah with both those people and um i think that the the closest you can relate it to i guess is like if you're if you're older if i'm explaining it to someone's older it's like have if you ever had a radio show you really liked you know you really liked and you listen to maybe daily on the way to work on the way home mute or whatever and you have the like after a while you realize oh there's regular callers you know oh we got so and so you know we got we got Rick from Austin calling in and he calls in probably once or twice, you know, a week. And like they've built this report. It's like that. Only you're I'm talking to you via chat. You know, I'm talking to you live and you're talking to me via chat. It's it's kind of like that. But man, you just especially when you're talking about. How intimate it can be. So I'm not talking to 700 to 1,000 people like you were talking about. I'm talking to like anywhere between 20 and 40 people at a time like it and and not all of them are talking some people are just sitting there i've got people that i know are in chat lurking and watching and they're not much of the person who's going to jump into the conversation um but every now and then you'll you'll say you'll ask a question and someone'll be like, i mostly lurk here but i just wanted to say pickles on a chicken sandwich great (laughs) you know and then you never see them again you never see them again i'm so like holy shit i didn't even realize you were you you know just lurking back there but um it's just cool like you just get on this level with people that you're kind of like man I just know that we would have a good time in person you know um it's kind of nice and I'm sure it's it's I know a lot of people Twitch um and, and just streaming in general has helped a lot of people you know with anxiety probably there's a lot of people who have anxiety of going to a bar and meeting people and stuff like that it's really tough I mean there's I know there's some of you out there that have had to move to a new town and try to figure out how to make new friends that maybe aren't your work friends like i need to find some people that i don't work with you know Mm -hmm. that's tough because you are talking about you know nobody in town like that's that's a that's a weird situation to be in because you usually stem things off of your experiences right i'm in college so i meet these people and we hang out and yeah we've moved on but now we still hang out like it's it's weird it's weird but i've i've had a good time with it it's definitely i didn't i think that's probably the biggest surprise to me it was like i think getting into it i thought one thing like i thought i'm gonna play video games and hang you know just hang out and you know foster a good community but i didn't realize that that also involved getting close with people you know and you get close with people and you're that's that's that becomes all of a sudden that becomes more important and uh, to me anyway in my situation you know twitch isn't my money maker so i can afford to be picky like that i can send people away if i'm just kind of like
0: nope we're not doing that joke bye <laughs> bye. yeah yeah, it's podcasting. Similarly for me, like I, it, although it's a lot of what I thought it was going to be. I mean, I'm accomplishing what I wanted to accomplish. But now that I've been at it for a few years, it's been three years now, I guess. And um, it, you know, it's it's definitely become more. And I still really enjoy this and exactly the f- context that it's in. But uh, at the beginning too, I was so wrapped up in like doing it right and the tech. It's sort of like we talk about a mouse and keyboard. Like at this point now, like I've got sort of un <laughs> not evidenced by the fact that I forgot to hit record when this whole thing started, but for the most part, I've got like unconscious competence around the technical bits and I can just focus on like the, this part, right? Like what we're doing, just the engaging conversation thing.
1: I have to say you nailed the fourth take the fourth time around. I know. You finally, well, hit record. It was amazing,
0: dude. I, that's they, It's three take three take Sean. That's my nickname. That's what they call me. The third time. Ta- I always, I na- always nail the third take. I get it. It just ask my wife; she can tell y'all about it. Um. Anyways, um. <laughs> um. First second take not so much. The third take, that's when I really. That was fire. That's right. Um, fire. But like now, I'm actually messing around with another concept, another podcast concept, like with a buddy of mine. That's really that I'm sort of excited about. Where, I mean, I, shit, I can blow it. It's been Somebody wants to do it, but. Um, it's a guy that I played baseball with in college. He's one of my best friends and he sort of has a, we have a similar mind around like pop culture and, you know, music and movies. And we love nostalgic kind of night, like our college high school, middle school, high school, college years. Right. Which for us was like, for me, middle school to college was like 89 to 97. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of the, you know? And, um, so, what we want to do is basically set up a podcast and I'm sure it'll morph, but basically where we take a date and, and we're thinking maybe even the date we record and then basically go backwards to that week in a random year between 89 and 97. So if it was April 10th, we would look at like the week of April 10th. So give me seven days in either direction, right? And look at the number one films, the number one songs, big ticket news items that happened that week you know any sort of stories and just kind of riff on you know like what was going on at that time in the world and making fun of like this was the number one song the song sucks you know what i mean or like whatever happened to these guys or we never knew at that point that r kelly'd be peeing on people um (laughs) you know, or whatever. Right. Like, it's just, I think, and rewinding. And then because I feel like for Gen Xers like us, you know what I mean? That, that like me, I mean, I'm sort of on the back end of Gen X that are into podcasting. Like it would be this really fun, kind of cool trip down nostalgia lane. Cause all those people are like, Oh yeah, I was in college for that. Like when Pearl Jam was coming out and you know, like all that sort of stuff. And I like talking about those things like those sort of nostalgic things. And that's a lot more to me sort of like niched out than like what this is. Right. Which is just, you know, cause I talk to all kinds of people. Right. Yeah. Um, That's very specific. And I think that'll play to a very specific audience. But like for me, it's just cause what happens is when I talk to my buddy, Chad, that's what we talk about anyway. Right. Like he'll be like, Oh my God, dude, I was in the car and you know, pour some sugar on me, came on by Def Leppard. And dude, my senior prom, you know, whatever it was, it was my middle school, you know, my junior high prom was that year and somebody put vodka in the fruit punch. And, you know, my buddy Daryl threw up in the potted plant the first, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's, but we do it. And I'm like, man, this is actually good content. You know what I mean? Like these, cause, cause everyone, people all have those kinds of stories
1: yeah they have they all have those stories absolutely that's so a, yeah that's a good concept uh what i've been uh i don't know if you've seen it but we've only done one so far but uh you know we were cleaning up the house getting ready for the baby and stuff like that and um down in the basement um i've got my dvd rack you know just oh yes all you know of all the movies i've acquired through the years like the physical copies i haven't bought a physical movie in a long time but you know i did for a while and then i so i've got a pretty big set so what we started doing and they're all in alphabetical order on the rack um we just started this little segment where uh i just call it check out my rack <laughs> and uh basically we just go, we're going to go through from a to z and we're going to watch every movie so so it's a combination of mine and her movies from when we were in college and, you're you know, doing this with so krista yeah with krista so yeah. it's it's our combined it's our combined uh, dvd set and it's all alphabet alphabetized and uh we're just gonna start from a and just work our way in Mm -hmm. and watch the movie take notes if we want to and then go back and be like what was i thinking buying this dvd what was i think you know you know what we liked about the movie what how things are different now like just you know basically just doing a quick review of the movie you know 30 minutes or more you know but it's uh it's kind of a fun concept you can just do so much like there's just so much you can do and document and you know who cares if anyone cares right like it's just a who cares if anyone cares like i'd rather get this you know fun conversation recorded and have a good time doing it um which I think that doing that uh doing that thing right there I'm trying like I was like in my head I was like man there's so many things you could do with like that decade right you know there's so many things you could talk about just in a given week so much shit happened like we uh me and Banshee and sheets uh they're friends of my podcast and they're friends of the community and stuff like that we all went to high school together and we were talking about the last time we got together a couple episodes ago we were talking about how like maybe you know we don't know but probably in lieu of a 20-year reunion um we were talking about just doing it like a three-part year in review of the year we graduated mm, like, great idea do a pop culture do a you know do a pop culture do a music and like a movie just just the three contained little episodes of just about the year we graduate high school and um I thought it would be kind of a cool thing um so it's it I think that that's that's fun because we'll have a lot of stuff you're you're really so passionate about that time in your life right you're just like you, you got the whole your fucking whole life's ahead of you you're out of high school like there's just so much cool shit. and there's just even a quick glance like while we were discussing it, I just like looked at what the movies were that year I'm like holy fuck, I didn't even I forgot that movie came out that year and like there's just endless possibilities of things to talk about.
0: That's a great idea. And also I am praying with all of my might that you have a copy of blazing saddles in your DVD collection. Of
1: fucking course
0: I do. Cause I can't <laughs> wait to listen to that episode because there ain't no way you could make that movie today.
1: No, there's no way. Absolutely not.
0: And yeah. I think it's one of the great comedies of all time
1: but i think that's like the cool thing about i think that's like the cool thing about cinema right like they're like these time capsules of not just whatever they're talking about in the movie but as to what was acceptable at a time period in in hollywood in general or wherever it was being made right you there's so many movies that you can't you that you'll never be able to do that like the, the some of the, like a lot of the jokes in in the hangover you couldn't even do now and that wasn't even as blazing saddles you know it's it's kind of weird it's just kind of like these things that are now encapsulated in time and you can't you're, you're not gonna be able to repeat them the same way you know
0: I yeah that's cool dude I'm, well look man we're about 2 ain um taking up a lot of your yeah, weekend really? I appreciate it we like I said I could just sit here we could do this for four more hours um like always but um I appreciate you being here it's like it's so funny when we do these because I feel like I talk to you all the time, but then we go and do this and it's a thing that like gets captured and we know these others. And I always worry that it's going to be like, are people going to know what we're talking about? Cause we talk all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Like, I figured, I figured this thing out. And so long as I'm like, like
0: there's like, part of you is like, that thinks that and I'm just kind of like,
1: but do I care if
0: they know? I I'm don't about? at all. Cause it's really for me anyway. I listened to our, our two other episodes that I did of, of you and I on this podcast leading up to us taping this week. And I still am so glad that I have those like even, and, and believe me, a lot of people, and it's kind of funny because looking at my metrics, like when I did Della release, Della's episode, I get kind of that rush. And then yours and Curdy's episodes like have gotten monster listens in the last week and a half because so many people know you right like they look through my guest list and go oh right like they're hunt streamers right like so people that watch della know you guys in that capacity and then they end up picking up y'all's episodes right and listening to them um which kind is of
1: fucking nuts man yeah it's weird how like like things that you we recorded what two three years ago and people just like oh shit i can just go back and see what things were like then like it's it's almost like going back and watching it like like i was saying at the beginning of the podcast like yeah some of those episodes that uh would probably get me canceled or, you know, <laughs> you can't find them right now you know it's they're just things change man things are so so different man and it's it really is um it really is a good time to like to document all this stuff and i'm glad that we've got the ability and the technology like before before like you know 20 30 years ago we'd have to have a studio to sit down and do this in or there's no way to do this from, from where you're at and from where I'm at. It's so, so cool.
0: Yeah. Shit, man. It's like when I talked to Della, like that guy's sitting in a fucking in his, in a room in East Germany. Yeah. I mean, we're just, and I'm in here in Atlanta and you know, and we're just rapping. It's wild.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've done podcasts with people in, uh, in Australia, people in, uh, uh, Taiwan. I think, uh, Carlin Bardley's in Taiwan. Like, you know, you got, you know people like you said i've I've talked to people in germany too like it's just wild how you can now have a talk show and it doesn't matter where people are all they have to do is not even have the greatest equipment just enough to be heard and not sound terrible you know it's it's excellent it's a really cool thing man yeah i'll freak you out the same way i've been freaking everyone else out um i did it to my mother-in-law this weekend i was like i was like man i'm so glad you're here you know the next time you're here we're gonna have a kid uh we're Gonna, you're gonna be an official grandma. Like it's like this is the last time we're probably gonna podcast before I have child. In yeah, hand. You know I'm saying it's uh it's wild. It's a wild the, thing. To think.
0: And then the next time we do it, we're gonna be like 20 minutes in. I was here, and then Krista screaming at you to like whatever. And I'm gonna have to figure out how to fill time while you run out and go, fig- go <laughs> figure out while the kids back.
1: Yeah, fill- minutes brb <laughs>
0: i'll uh sing a song and tell some jokes while jeremy's going and finding out why the gregina gregina is a uh, gregina lopez is... oh god
1: that, that that little that even even something like as small as that is an <laughs> joke. you'll never get it if you're not in the community but
0: it's
1: <laughs> so funny
0: well, everybody, uh, and like, man, you know, I'll be around. I love what you do. I appreciate the hell out of it. I enjoy it. It's a huge part of my life and I'm glad you're out there doing your thing. And I'm glad we met, um, as always. I mean, it's a, it's a pleasure to know you and, uh, you guys go check out Jeremy. As I said, it's TV slash Lopez radio. Um, the PUP is the parentally unprepared podcast on all your regular podcast stuff about their journey to being parents. It's, it's very, very good. Like I'm telling you, and, and you guys don't know that you think Jeremy's a star. His wife is like in my life, she's the brains of the operation. Trust me.
1: She, she really is. She like, she will, she will, uh, you know, she's I'm, I'm the, I'm in the
0: shadow. <laughs> yeah. Same. Like my wife outshines me by about, 50 lumens or whatever the number is so um uh and then um we'll get the link up if you'll send it to me um or i'll grab it for um check out my rack because um i totally you, you told me about that and i just forgot about it but like so much yeah, good we're stuff.
1: Do, we're doing that on lopez radio so lopez radio.com oh, lopez radio.com so, great
0: and he's lopez on all the lopez radio on all the social medias so you can get him on the twitters and all that i'm at sean atl on twitter you can get me there um you're listening to this on whatever you're listening to it on but it is on um Spotify and Apple podcasts and Google podcasts and all those places, not on Plex storm, but coming soon. And, um, uh, no only fans yet, but we're going to work on that next. Um, and, uh, and of course, TMI pod.com. Um, but you guys are the best. Um, thanks everyone for listening. You guys have been with me for a while and I so appreciate it. If you're new, um, please check it out. And I'm always available to reach out to if you need me. So, um, Jeremy, you the man. And, um, thanks everyone for listening and until next time, press on.